It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right. Welcome aboard. Can't believe the regular season of high school football uh, came to uh, an end on uh, Friday night. Ah, there's some straggling games on Saturday, but for the basically, this was week nine, and it seems like we just started this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Hell of a regular <laughs> season, Dennis. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Saw a lot of good games, and I'd say the last three weeks I saw some unbelievable games. I think it went, what, High Northern, Armada Croslex, and then Marine City, Notre Dame Prep, all great games to end the regular season. Saw a, a big rivalry in St. Clair, Marysville. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. You saw Marine City and Notre Dame Prep. It was as advertised, and I will say both defenses showed up in a big way. Croslex went on the road to uh, Garber and won convincingly while yep. Armada is limping into the playoffs. They are. By the way, real quick about the Marine City game. Uh, for some reason, the file for the Marine City Notre Dame prep game cut off at like 27 minutes of recording. So I have like the all the pregame and the first drive and that's it. So I'm going to try to do my best to get it. I've been looking for the past hour to try to figure out a way, but I really apologize because I thought it was a great game and I wanted to put it up on the archive. I was really excited for it. I thought I actually did a good job for once and <laughs> it was not there and I don't know why and hopefully this is the only time it happens, but I do very much apologize because it was a game that I thought a lot of people would like to go back and listen to. Yeah. Uh, ugly was ugly tonight. They they did what uh, they were supposed to do uh, and, and won was, a big game at Bad X. It was they were down in the second half in that game. That that was a good gritty win to have to get going into the playoffs. And speaking of the playoffs, we'll get ready for the playoffs with a special Sunday show. Yes, and we're going to do it live from Port here on Northern. They invited us. They had a few schools invite us, and we thank them. But Northern. Well, they were the first ones to do it. Yeah, so. that's basically the the way we decided. We we had several author, authors or offer authors, off, offers, offers. And um, we just said, you know what? They responded first, so that's how we'll do it. It was, and just because we're doing it at Northern, it's gonna be, it's gonna Everybody. be for the Ola yeah. area. Yes, we'll talk to Larry Rollins because, well. We're going to be there, so we're going to take advantage of that. But we're still going to talk about every single team that makes the playoffs, all the matchups. We're going to complain when Flint Powers is in at 3-6 and six and, <laughs> and things like Loudly. that. Yes. So that will be a special live edition. We will put it up after the fact, but it will be a live edition starting. Dennis, the, the selection show is, what, 5.30? Yeah. So – uh, 5.10, I don't know the exact time. Check our Twitter, but about 5.10, 5.15, I'd say we yeah. start. Um, yeah. So That works for me. So something like that. So We'll yeah. wing it. Whenever I'm done stuffing my face, <laughs> we'll start talking. Which Our first live podcast, Dennis. You're excited about that, aren't you? I'm a, l- a little bit because... I'm going to kind of treat it like a live game broadcast. So. I will, but it's going to be... <laughs> but we kind of get the unfiltered response. Like, we, it's going to be our instant reactions. And I'm going to say, oh, that's crap when something stupid happens and Marine City gets put in a district with, like, Frankenmuth, Kingsford, and Cass Tech. That's not going to happen. No, but... <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Now you're being melodramatic. I'm never melodramatic, Dennis. Sometimes you are. 
Anyways, we'll get it all started uh, looking at the uh, recap of the uh, Friday night games in just a moment here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports broadcast with Dennis and Brady. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. 
Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard can't believe the regular season of high school football uh, came to uh, an end on uh, Friday night. Ah, there's some straggling games on Saturday, but for the basically this was week nine, and it seems like we just started this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Hell of a regular <laughs> season, Dennis. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Saw a lot of good games, and I'd say the last three weeks I saw some unbelievable games. I think it went what high Northern or made across Lex. And then Marine City, Notre Dame prep, all great games to end the regular season. Saw a, a big rivalry in St. Clair, Marysville. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. You saw Marine City and Notre Dame prep. It was as advertised, and I will say both defenses showed up in a big way. Croslex went on the road to uh, Garber and won convincingly while yep. – Armada is limping into the playoffs. They are. By the way, real quick about the Marine City game. Uh, for some reason, the file for the Marine City Notre Dame prep game cut off at like 27 minutes of recording. So I have like the all the pregame and the first drive, and that's it. So I'm going to try to do my best to get it. I've been looking for the past hour to try to figure out a way, but I really apologize because I thought it was a great game. And I wanted to put it up on the archive. I was really excited for it. I thought I actually did a good job for once. And <laughs> it was not there. And I don't know why. And hopefully this is the only time it happens. But I do very much apologize because it was a game that I thought a lot of people would like to go back and listen to. Yeah. Uh, ugly was ugly tonight. They, they did what uh, they were supposed to do. Uh, and uh, won was, a big game at Bad Axe. It was. They were down in the second half in that game. That, that was a good gritty wind to have to get going into the playoffs and speaking of the playoffs we'll get ready for the playoffs with a special Sunday show yes and we're going to do it live from Port here on Northern they invited us they had a few schools invite us and we thank them but Northern well they were the first ones to do it yeah so. that's basically the, the way we decided we, we had several author, authors or offer offers, off, offers. offers. It's a, and um, we just said you know what they responded first so that's how we'll do it. It was. And just because we're doing it at Northern, it's going to be it's going to be for the Ola yeah. area. Yes, we'll talk to Larry Rollins because well, we're going to be there so we're going to take advantage of that. But we're still going to talk about every single team that makes the playoffs, all the matchups. We're going to complain when Flint Powers is in at 3 and 6 and, <laughs> and things like Loudly. that. Loudly. Yes. So that'll be a special live edition. We will put it up after the fact, but it will be a live edition starting, Dennis. The, the selection show is, what, 5.30? Yeah. So 5.10? I don't know the exact time. Check our Twitter. But about 5.10, 5.15, I'd say we yeah. start. Um, yeah. So That works for me. So something like that. So We'll yeah. wing it. Whenever I'm done stuffing my face, <laughs> we'll start talking. Which uh, Our first live podcast, Dennis. 
You're, you're excited about that, aren't you? I'm a, l- a little bit because I'm going to kind of treat it like uh, live game broadcasts. So. I will, but it's going to be. <laughs> but we kind of get the unfiltered response, like we. It's going to be our instant reactions, and I'm going to say, "Oh, that's crap." When something stupid happens and Marine City gets put in a district with like Frankenmuth, Kingsford, and Cass Tech, that's not going to happen. No, but. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Now you're being melodramatic. I'm never melodramatic, Dennis. Sometimes you are. Anyways, we'll get it all started uh, looking at the uh, recap of the uh, Friday night games in just a moment here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports broadcast with Dennis and Brady. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E-glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacuorg forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. 
Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor. 810-982-7044. DuraClean by Bachelor. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady, and let's start week nine in the MAC, as we usually do, but uh, we'll start uh, in the MAC uh, Silver, where Marine City tonight had a, a big uh, home game against Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. This is one that, like, we knew last year they were going to play this game this year, and that's when we circled it on the calendar. And like, because we were disappointed when this game didn't happen last year because of COVID, we wanted this game. We got this game. Brady was at the game. What happened? Again, unfortunately, no highlights. Apologies for that. But let me give you a quick recap. There was a Notre Dame prep got the ball first and in like four plays had it first and goal from the eight. And I'm like, oh, my God. They ran the hurry up quick offense. If Notre Dame prep matches up with cross legs, there's going to be 250 plays in that game. <laughs> but they got down inside the eight and you're like, oh, my God. Marine City's defense had, had like looks like they are completely overmatched. And then they bucked up. Forced a field goal, 3 nothing. Like, all right. Uh, went back and forth a bit. Uh, both defenses had some stops. And then it was 3 nothing. Notre Dame Prep had the ball. And their quarterback, who's a sophomore, he's a, he's a nice player. He has a little bit of developing to do, but he has he's a good arm. And he's going to be a really good quarterback. Fired it right at Tyler Wozniak's chest. Like, he was surprised he had the ball, hit him in the chest, ran down to the Notre Dame Prep 7, set up a Charles Tiger touchdown on third and goal. Back and forth again, uh, Heslop ha- uh, took a snap, QB fake from his own 43, took it to the house. And I'm glad there's no highlights because I did mess it up because there was a flag on the play like <laughs> 40 yards down the field, Dennis. Like one of those where it was the stupid boneheaded holding call. And I... In the middle of it, uh, Heslop was at like the 20, and I'm like, oh, that's going to come back. That's a great run that doesn't count. And it turned out, I don't didn't see what the actual call was, but it was on Notre Dame prep. I've never seen a def- defense get a flag on a, on a run 
40 yards past the line of scrimmage. <laughs> so it was 14-3. Notre Dame prep got a turnover near the end of the half, scored, made it 14-10, and that was the score going into the half. And you're like, all right, we got ourselves a ball game. Both defenses held them scoreless in the third. Uh, then Marine City converted a nice third and long on a drive, set up a first and 10 from the 12, and Heslop had a keeper, ran into the end zone, 21-10. The next drive, Notre Dame prep trying to come back. Uh, Charles Tiger got an interception to steal to seal it. And I uh, got a ch- chance to talk to Coach Lutz, and I'll give you my full thoughts after the game. But he was he was pretty happy that they went 9-0, and but he knows their job is nowhere near done. This is what he had to say. Coach, 9-0, a hard, gritty win against a very talented Notre Dame prep team. How does it feel? Uh, it's, it's, it's great, you know, and like I told you on Wednesday, you know, win or, win or lose. Come on, get defense, coach! <laughs> <laughs> win, or, win, or lose. win or lose Saturday, we were going to get up and, and we were going to find and do what we had to do to get better. Um, you know, and it just it, that, was, that was two very good teams uh, going at it for four quarters. I think both coaches, both staffs, both teams will tell you there was a ton of mistakes on both sides of the ball. Uh, but with that being said, when this is really uh, – what I consider regional final intensity football, um, you know, when you're not used to being in that environment, but I mean, let's face it, uh, probably 2018 was the last time either of us had a crowd and had an environment like this to play in front of. When you add all that together, you're, you're going to have some mistakes that, that you haven't seen before. Um, and I think both teams, both coaching staffs will tell you they're extremely happy that those mistakes came out tonight, <laughs> came out tonight versus, uh, versus uh, in, in, a, in a playoff game right. because now they have time to correct them. So, you know, we, we know we have stuff to correct. We're going to correct it, but, uh, you know, we'll take the win as well. That first drive, Notre Dame came out guns a-blazing in just a few plays to get inside to 10. Your defense bowed up. There was a couple times where it looked like Notre Dame prep was getting something going, but your defense was bend, don't break all night. That has to be nice for you to know you can rely on your defense. Oh, it is. I mean, you look at what Coach Front and the staff and, and Coach Shield, Coach Osterlin, Coach Scarcelli contributes. You know, they, they they do such a nice job. I mean, our, our defense, I believe, is, is extremely quick to the ball. Uh, they're well coached. They're in the right spots. Uh, the schemes are very sound. Um, and, and let's be honest, it doesn't matter if you go from peewee football all the way to the NFL. If you're going to win and win, win in, in, in big games, big environments, win in playoffs, win championships, you either stop the run and you run the ball. Those two things are constant regardless. And I thought we did a good job on both ends tonight when we had to. Talk about the playoffs. Unless something crazy happens, you should be in line for three home games should you keep winning. Got to be nice to know you get to stay home at East China Stadium for basically the next month. Oh, it is. It's, it's a great feeling. Uh, it's, it's great with our, with our fans behind us. Um, it's a great environment. Uh, we, we appreciate the environment we have here, and, uh, and we look forward to playing next Saturday night probably. Coach, congratulations. Enjoy the win. Thank you very much. Could you tell they were excited? Dave Front was a little happy, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, you know, I, somebody at Marysville tonight in the booth said, why the heck would you schedule this game the week before the playoffs? And I think what they were thinking is, like, why play a tough game where you could get kids hurt? Right. You know, like, for Marine City, I think this is a really good game mm-hmm. to play in week nine. They've kind of cruised. Let's face it, they kind of cruised through the first eight weeks of the season, were never really threatened or challenged 
by anybody that oh, they played. One of my keys to the game was how is Marine City going to handle four quarters of football? Yeah, it's like nobody could check out of this game. They had to play all the way. There was a point early on when they were down. Like, they haven't faced these situations, no. and you're going to in the playoffs. The further you go along in the playoffs, in theory, the tougher the game should get. And so you kind of I, – I like that they had this game. I like that they faced some, some kind of adversity before you get to the postseason. Dennis, I'll be honest. The first eight minutes of the game, I'm going – after Notre Dame prep ran down the field, like hot knife through butter – and they, they got held to a field goal, but Marine City didn't really do much to respond. I'm going, this might be a blowout. Notre Dame prep looked head and shoulders better at the start of the game, and Marine City obviously made a lot of adjustments. Defense played great. Uh, offense did what it needed to do. Had some mistakes, but you heard Coach Letson say it, that this is the time to do it, and this is an environment to get them used to it. Because guess what? You Okay, you, you schedule a cupcake. You schedule center line and you beat them 58 to nothing the first time your team might face adversity is in a district final game a regional final game and you don't know how they're going to respond Notre Dame preps a team that even if they draw across Lex going to be a really tough draw for for whoever they play you're right Dennis this was a great game to have week nine as far as I could tell there was a few bangs and bruises but I think for the most part Marine City came out fairly healthy that's a really nice win for the Mariners, and I think it kind of put them on, put the rest of Division Five on notice, saying, "Hey, okay, you can't say we haven't played anyone because we just kind of took it to Notre Dame Prep in the second half. That game was never really in danger." Wyatt Walker, fourteen tackles against Notre Dame Prep. He's he's automatic. Like the joke up up in the booth is when you when I can't read the damn jerseys because the font looks the same for every single <laughs> one, four, five, seven, whatever. And on a tackle, I'm just like, oh, that's probably Wyatt Walker. <laughs> it is, and they have a lot of other really nice players. Yeah. But Wyatt Walker seems to be in on every single tackle. I'm sure if we go back, he has double-digit tackles almost every game. Oh, definitely. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, Heslip, eight carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, and, and we don't, like, equate him as a big runner, but he was a big runner for them uh, tonight. Also, three out of eight for 72 yards. And uh, Tigert, 19 carries, 84 yards, one touchdown, plus two receptions for 59 yards. One of those he was on a third and, like, 16-2 to move the sticks. Yeah, he, he's he's probably in an ice bath right now because he hasn't touched the ball that much in the eight other games prior to this. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's the thing about Marine City, and that's why what we talk about them is possibly be getting to Ford Field. By the way, this is a disclaimer. There's a lot of rat poison that's going to be talked about in the next few minutes. Uh, proceed at your own risk, Marine City players. Anyway... Um, <laughs> But that's why we talk about them as a Ford Field, a state championship caliber team. Okay, Zach Tatler did not have a great game by his standards. He's just trying to break for you a few times. They knew to key on 26. I believe he ended up, what, 19 carries for 60 yards? Actually, was, he was uh, held uh, into the, the 40s. All right, for like, yeah. It was like 46, 47 yeah. yards, something like that. Like two yards a carry. So you took away Tetler, their, one of their home run threats. Tiger. I mean, what was his stat line again? You want to give that to me one more time? Uh, 19 for 84. That, I mean, okay, four yards a carry. I'm sure 
You'd like a lot more than that. So you take away their two best running backs, and what do they do? Oh, their throwing quarterback goes for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Like, come on. They have so many we- – it's the same thing we talk about with other teams. They have multiple ways to beat you, and they didn't have to air it out. They didn't really take any shots down the field. You know, the, the, they they run the same system year in and year out, and yet in-game, is there anybody better at making adjustments than Marine City? Um, here's the thing about Marine City. They – they run, yes, the same style of offense. But ask any defensive coordinator around the area that has had to prepare for them. They will run the same things out of 25 different formations. They will show, like, I remember getting the scouting report when I played. It's like, okay, they ran this, but the tight end was off the ball. They only did it three times, but they did it. They did this. And it just is so much to, comp- to think about defensively. And the thing when you can do that is is you can put those formations and you can put little wrinkles in. You can have different things to do off of those plays, and it's so hard as a defense, and basically you have to do what Frankenmuth did last year and physically beat them up front if you want to slow them down because otherwise it's, it's really tough, and they're so good at it, and they make so few mistakes. It's, yeah, it's, it's really tough for Marine to stop Marine City and they just beat a team that's is I'll say they are district championship quality good now whether Notre Dame prep gets there depends on their draw but they are a very quality football team all right so we know Marine City will be at home for week one of the uh, playoffs I believe I I think they're going to be home for three no matter what I know that win puts them past Frankenmuth that's the only team that might even be in their region, even though I don't know how that – I don't think that would happen. Uh, I, I'd expect them, yeah, expect three home games should Marine City keep winning in the playoffs. Expect uh, three home games at East China Stadium in week one of the playoffs because we think Mooney will play a Saturday afternoon home game, and it looks like St. Clair is going to get a Friday night home game uh, as uh, they had uh, Marysville in week nine and got their seventh win of the season, 27-0 uh, victory. Here's how it sounded. And it's a quick hitter right up the middle, and this is uh, Logan Ellis, and he's got room bouncing out to the 10, to the 5, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. Logan Ellis takes it 20 yards for the score, and the Saints march 62 yards downfield very quickly and open the scoring in this one. Logan Ellis is going to split out wide to the left. They'll send Ryder Brooks to the uh, right eye formation. Handoff. This is White. White trying to find a hole. Gets to the goal line, and he's in for a Saints score. Had to wait for a second, but it is White's touchdown, and this one will count. He had one earlier taken away from him, but Ethan White scores this time, and the Saints take a 13-0 lead here with 2.59 to go in the first half. Three-receiver look with two to the left. Out of the gun. Pump fake Ellison. He's throwing deep, and he's got a man out there, and it's caught for a touchdown. Dama Glosky got the touchdown catch on the 27-yard pass. Had to wait for a second as they were hugging him, and they spun him around, and I couldn't see who'd come up with the ball, but it's 27 yards 
to Damaglaski, and they went for the throat right there on first down. Now the extra point attempt from Freeland is up, and it is good. And that will make it 21-0 Saints with 1.53 to go here in the half. There is a flag on the uh, extra point. Bring up second down and about 16 now for the Saints from the 29. Clock rolling. They're down to 1.20 to go. Cole split out wide to the right. They've got two receivers to the left. Pistol look again in the backfield. Reed goes in motion. They fake to him. Luke Ellis will keep. Try to bounce it outside to the 25. A cut to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Another cut to the 5 and into the end zone. Luke Ellis carries it 29 yards for a Saints score and gives them a 27-0 lead with 102 to go here in the football game. And 27-0 would be your uh, final score in the uh, football uh, game. Brady, this was one of those games where in all statistical categories and everything, St. Clair was dominating, Mm -hmm. and yet with three minutes to go in the first half, the score is seven to nothing. And you're like, if Marysville can just get to halftime, they've got a chance in this game, and then in 66 seconds, it all went away. And the Saints scored two touchdowns, touchdown, turnover, touchdown, and it's 21 nothing going into the break, and you're looking around going, what just happened? Yeah. I mean, you were there. Marysville didn't have maybe its two most explosive offensive players. And that's it's an already less talented than last year Marysville team that loses its two best offensive weapons, arguably. I mean, they played hard, Dennis. This is a team that... I mean, I'm sure you've seen football teams in similar situations that mail it in. They didn't do that. Uh, They seem to be well coached. But when you don't have the horses to run, sometimes that happens. And even when you play a really good half of football, it just takes one slip up. And still, the second half was what, 6-0? And it was 0-0 for 22 minutes of the second half? Yeah, the last touchdown came with a minute to go in the game. Yeah, so... In not too different of a world, it's 14 to nothing or 13 nothing, what have you. Marysville was down this year. We knew they would be, and then injuries made it worse. St. Clair bounced back nicely from a disappointing loss to Lakeview, and they're going to host a playoff game. Well, here's the like Marysville had four turnovers, but the Saints turned the ball over three times, and they had a penalty that took a touchdown away. Um, so at times this game was kind of sloppy and, uh, I saw two of the single greatest interceptions that I've ever seen hmm. tonight. One by, uh, each, uh, team, um, uh, a, a ball that was deflected popped up in the air and the Marysville defender dove back and made a diving catch at the 10 yard line for an interception. And then the, uh, the other way, and, and I'm, I'm, because I'm old and my mind is – I don't remember things that just happened. Hmm. I remember things from 30 years ago. But it was an over-the-shoulder, one-handed pick on a screen pass that was just ridiculous. It was a ridiculous play. But um, offensively, Luke Ellis, 9 out of 14 for 101 yards and a touchdown, and he rushed 12 times for 94 yards and a score. Then you got Logan Ellis – Eight carries, 79 yards, and a touchdown. 
catches two passes for 29 yards. Then you've got Ethan White, 12 carries, 67 yards, touchdown, five catches for 41 yards. Like, their three top offensive weapons are very versatile. The backs can run, and they can catch the ball out of the backfield, and the quarterback can throw, and he's a threat to take off and uh, run. And uh, Hagen uh, Demoglowski with a 27-yard uh, touchdown uh, catch. Carter Sacucci uh, filling in for Michael, who didn't play. 72 yards on 14 uh, carries. But, uh, again, for Marysville, they just, without – Michael Sacucci in there. They just don't have that guy that can and Kyle Thomas. Not. Yeah, that can break away and and get you that big chunk play. Like tonight, it had to be two, three, four, five yards at a time. They weren't getting those 10, 15, 20 yard plays where the Saints got those. Yeah. Because they have, I mean, multiple weapons. You mentioned Ethan White, both Ellis's. They have some threats on the outside. Congratulations to St. Clair Marysville. Yeah, you, tough year for them. But the good news is a lot of those kids are back. Well, they, you know, they were 3-2 and two after five weeks. Mm-hmm. And they're going to finish 3-6. and six, And I'm not going to make excuses. And Derek Meyer's not going to make excuses. No. But they were banged up down the, the stretch. And I think think that like Clintondale is a game that they should have won these last three weeks though I mean Fitzgerald ridiculous offense uh and athletes Lamphere you know scores 60 points every week but they um, forfeited tonight for some reason yeah I, I think they mailed it in I think nothing was going to change so they figured why play I, I don't know that's I, my guess that's yeah speculation uh, and then, you know, St. Clair is a lot better than I gave them credit for when it all began. They had one win last year, and they went 7-2 and two this year. With a lot of the same faces, Dennis. Yep. So congratulations to them. In all likelihood, they will host a playoff game. And, well, we're not going to dissect it too much because that's what Sunday will be for. Well, and we'll know for sure, but we, we think that that's going to be an interesting district with at least three local teams in it. Yeah. We hope so, at least. Uh, Well, talk about disappointing. This result surprised me a lot. I actually thought it would be flipped. Warren, Michigan, Collegiate, 46. Port Huron High, 13. Second straight loss. Yeah, I don't know what to make of this because I can't believe Collegiate is that much better than P.H., and, and I want to know, like, how PH was taking this game tonight. Like, I, they certainly aren't going there to try to lose. No, but here's – I can give you some stats, Dennis. It, Warren Collegiate runs the ball. They had 53 plays. They ran for 331 yards. I believe they, they threw for 17. Like, they just ran, 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 ran. Port here on high only had 194 total yards. Gavin Troy led the way, 14 carries for only 55 yards. I don't see Gabe Moses' name on the carries. I don't know. Yeah, he left with an injury in the Roseville game. Yeah, so, so he might still be out. Um, yeah, not and offensively, not a lot. Um, from what I understand, Amari Holler played the fourth quarter and. I'm not going to get into the details because I don't know 
the exact things, but yeah, he should be back for next week so and hopefully see, 100% for the playoffs. See, that tells me a little bit about why they only scored 13 if you don't have Gabe and Amari. Right. But it doesn't tell me how they gave up 46 because that big red defense isn't that bad. Like, no, I guess if you take away Gabe Mose, who plays defensively, if you take away Gavin Troy because he's running the ball more, that's another really nice defensive piece. Yeah. That's tough. That's really tough. I wanted to see a better showing from the Big Reds. Yeah, I, I'm the, not going to lie. I'm disappointed right now. The The good news for them, though, is they should have everybody back for Week mm-hmm. 10. And it shouldn't affect their seeding. Yeah, and, and, and they're going to be a road team that gets to play at home. In More all likelihood. Unless, because Roseville lost to Dakota, and we actually... Northern almost got to be the one seed. Lance Cruz North took Lance Cruz to triple overtime and uh, lost 26-23. If they would have pulled off the upset over their rival, Northern would have been the one seed. But instead, due to the Roseville forfeits at the beginning of the year, it'll most likely be a Lance Cruz 1 and a 2-3 PH Northern unless someone else from who knows where gets pulled in uh, – in Division Two, yeah, the the only like the 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 worst case scenario would be somehow De La Salle ends up in the district. Yeah, that would be that alters everything. That because that's gonna what that would make Northern a three seed. Yeah, and PH a four seed, and PH would have to play De La Salle right away. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so let's hope that doesn't happen. Northern got the forfeit win over Cousineau because well the. Uh, the coup is still going on at, at Cousineau. <laughs> Northern would have won that game anyways. By a lot. Um, Romeo did another bad thing to another area team, 51 to nothing over Anchor Bay. Folks, Romeo's really good. Like I, uh, somebody said, oh, Northern got destroyed. It's, I said, Romeo is from a different universe. Yes. Romeo is playing like they are probably one of the 15 best teams in the state regardless of division. I mean, the, the, the Mac Red Champions. Their, the, yeah, their week-to-week schedule has Stevenson, Dakota, Chippewa Valley, Eisenhower, Gross Point, uh, South, uh, and then they're playing non-league games with, like, Oxford and teams like that. Yeah, that's the difference between the Mac Red Champion and the Mac White Champion. There's not that big a disparity. Like, if Marine City played Anchor Bay, Marine City might beat Anchor Bay. If Lanphier played Anchor Bay, I think Anchor Bay would win, probably be at least a two-score game. That's the difference. The Mac White champion and the Mac Bronze champion have less of a difference between the Mac Red champion and the Mac White champion. Yeah. The, the Red is a, a different uh, animal. Uh, and the problem for Anchor Bay is they might play them again next week. Yeah. Poor Tars. They're D1, and unless you you have to be a different level in Division One. Like, we talk about D3 being ridiculous, and it is, but that's also because the talent compared to the school size is dumb. In Division One. I, I mean, basically you have to have several big-time college players on your team to, to make a deep run. Yeah. Uh, New Haven got 22 points on Friday, uh, which is the good news. The bad news is they lost to uh, Gross Point Liggett 58-22. Uh, I've seen Liggett play. They go five receivers on every down and throw uh, 90% of the uh, time, and uh, I'm sure that's what happened uh, against uh, New Haven, that they probably had 
three or four hundred yards through the air. Yeah. So that's those are the uh, the games through the Macomb Area Conference teams. We'll uh, check out the uh, the BWAC games uh, in uh, just a moment, uh, and with everybody scattered all over the universe, we'll actually have uh, eight actual games to uh, to talk about here. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services. Services LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacuorg forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. 
That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back. Dennis and uh, Brady, week nine in the uh, BWAC. Crosslex had to go up to uh, Bay City. Well, actually, Essexville, but it's like in the middle of Bay City uh, to take on Garber High School on uh, Friday night. And uh, I guess because... They had to run all game against Armada. Uh, the, the, they had, had a little pent up. They had a little pent up uh, energy, uh, and they uh, they they threw the ball. Jake Townsend, nineteen out of thirty for three hundred and fourteen yards and uh, two touchdown uh, passes. One to Sage Slanik, who had eleven catches for one hundred and sixty-five yards. Oh, by the way, Townsend eleven carries, one hundred and seventy-three yards and a touchdown, which led me to ask you through nine weeks, Brady. An impossible is, question. I, I know, and that's why I'm going to ask it, because normally you do this to me. I know. So, is Jake Townsend player of the year? <sighs> my my gut reaction is yes, but, like, my okay, so you think about it like this. Yes, he probably in all likelihood has the best stats, because you go team by team. St. Clair, like, Luke Ellis has been really nice, but you can't compare him to Townsend right now marine city hasn't played enough close games for the numbers if charles tiger played four quarters of every game because he plays both sides of the ball he might have a case to do it but he just doesn't wyatt walker probably puts up a lot of really good defensive numbers and he would be on a short list if you did a defensive one but marine city straight up as a team is too good and doesn't have anyone that puts up the numbers even though I think they have someone with the ability to so that's why it makes it tough um you have uh Marysville didn't really have anyone PH their best candidate probably would have been Amari Holler or Gabe Mose and they've both missed time Northern they don't have like a standout stud. They just play really well as a team. Yeah. And then you go in the rest of the BWAC. Okay, Conan from Armada would be one of the names you'd think, but he's not. He hasn't put up the numbers against the big teams. And then where do you go? 
Early in the season, you thought maybe Denny Saligan, but he slowed down. I, I'd have to say yes, Dennis. I mean, is there anyone I'm missing? Unless, I guess you'd have to look at, like, Peruski's numbers up at Yale, uh, yeah. Yale Ubley, oh, and like- see what he's done. And that might be your best competition. But I would say yes, just because there wasn't a ton of, like, unbelievable standout stars this year. There was a lot of really good players that played well as a team. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Also, um, I told you that they were going to be upset that I said they Garber would score twelve points in the picks. <laughs> Although they slacked, they didn't get to forty two like I said. Come on, what is that? Uh, I, I, I just this one just came through from uh, Mike Sheridan. Oh no, I said I put that out there. The uh, Grappi's Italian yeah, for touchdown. Grappi's Italian for touchdown. He only had forty yards rushing, but he had three more touchdowns uh, tonight. Landon Butler, one catch for one yard. For a touchdown. Efficient. Got to get get that in there. Uh, three catches, 55 yards for Gavin Espinosa. Jackson Gonzalez, three catches for 47 yards. Uh, best kept secret uh, in the uh, area, Jackson Gonzalez, mm-hmm. because with Slanik and Espinosa and Hosterman and Oliver. He's their sixth option. Yeah, and, and he had a big game this year against Richmond, uh, and, and he's just he's – a, he's a nice little weapon that – Anywhere else in in the BWAC or or with any of our other area teams, he might be a one or two option. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's a good one. And the uh, the Pioneers are uh, eight and one. And with this win, Brady, and with Notre Dame prep losing, and a possibility that these two teams could meet and Crosslegs would get the home game now. Yes, and with Lamphere forfeiting, they would also likely get the uh, the home game. Uh, so Pioneers get to stay at home for a week. Play on Saturday. Yes. Um, <clears throat> play on Saturday so we can cover you. Um, and yeah, so that would be great. Um, preferably at the day, but I know you might have to go at night. Um, and- I'd really like Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so cross Lex and all likelihood has a home game. Uh, just, <laughs> it just depends on who they play. And I'd have to look at where the points shake out, but, I'd be surprised if it wasn't a district involving St. Clair, North Branch, Cross, and Cross-Lex. It's just a matter of, I mean, Lampfear, Notre Dame prep, maybe country day, but that's I think that's a very outside shot. Okay. Um, Kersley, 35, Armada, 27. Armada limping At into Richmond. the playoffs with uh, three straight uh, losses. I don't think the fact that the game was played at Richmond should have affected Armada that much. No. I really thought they needed to get this win to kind of get back on track before the playoffs open up. Where are they at, do you think, mentally right now? It's tough. Um, The best news for them is they might get Lutheran North because they beat Yale. We'll get to that one. Sorry to spoil it. Um and that's, I think, a very winnable game. I think, I don't think Yale's the best team in the world, and they went to Lutheran North and gave them a game. Lutheran North lost any team really with a pulse they've played. I think that's a very winnable game for Armada, should that be the matchup. But they need a win in the worst way, and it's part of handling success that now you're the hunted and you've played three good teams and you stubbed your toe. Haven't been embarrassed in any of them. But it's learning how to win tight games in the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, two two of the losses by a touchdown. 
I really though, but like when I kind of did what research I could about Kersley, I really liked Armada. Yeah, in this game, um, and I'm su- surprised that Kersley got 35 points. I know that was the disappointing part. Is Armada's defense had been a a big bright spot? So yeah, they're limping in after three straight losses. A team that's doing the opposite, North Branch. They are hitting on all cylinders. They won 27-24. They're up 24-0 at the half, I believe, over Linden. And they held on for the 27-24 win. And with six straight victories, they are galloping into the playoffs right now. Yeah, and uh, they, they might be galloping their way towards uh, East China Stadium, too, uh, to play St. Clair. And that's, that's, this is a game that we want. Yes. But at the same token, because you're going to make me do picks in the playoffs, I want to pick that game. No, I do no, not that, want to pick that game. That would be a fun <laughs> match. God, we're going to have to drive all over for pregame interviews next oh, week. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, no, North Branch doing a great job uh, after a couple of tough losses. Lost a close game to Armada. They haven't looked back. Have not looked back. And I think. That a lot of those kids are really starting to figure out the the system and get used to it. I don't I don't know if they'll be a threat to make a deep run. I just know I wouldn't want to play them. Yeah, in the playoffs. W- week to week, that's a dangerous opponent for a one one and done game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I I don't know if they can rattle off three four wins in a row, but again, would not be a want. Do not want to draw a North Branch team, especially one that's been rolling for the better part of two months. Well, I uh, I bow to the Broncos because I didn't think they'd rattle off six wins uh, in a row and win seven games this year. Yeah, you were picking them about five I, and four. I, I, I thought they were a five. I, I just they lost all of that, all of those great players off that team, and like Damasco was like the only guy we really knew. Anything about who is coming back this year, and I thought there's got to be a drop off. I mean, they're still going to be good. I mean, there was but a the drop off, but but you know, the BWAC we thought you know we had three or four other good teams, and I thought okay, this is the year North Branch slides back a little bit. They go five and four, maybe they upset somebody and go six and three. I didn't see them winning seven games. No, hats off to Coach Furman and his crew, Bubba Goins, out there and. Well, I'm sure I'll be out there uh, probably uh, early next week talking to one of you for a pregame interview. Yeah, Goodrich beat Elmont 51 to 28. My my heart really wanted Elmont to uh, to yeah. win this uh, they game. They were but, great, uh, Rich. G- uh, Goodrich is is good. Well, I mean, it's always tough to play aliens, <laughs> um, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's a team that could meet a possible winner of that St. Clair North Branch Cross Lex District we were talking about. That's a team that's on a roll. They're going to be 7 and 2. Their only losses are to a really really talented Frankenmuth team and a two-point loss to Lake Fenton who by the way would be in that district. Yeah, and for uh for Elmont they're a playoff team, but they they might uh, end up with a really tough uh, Again, draw here or a long, long travel because they're probably going to be on the road. Yeah. Uh, I still think they can make a run, but if they draw Millington, sorry, thanks for coming. If they don't, then they could make a deep run. Like, I'm talking playing in a regional final game. 
deep run because it, that's that's how varied their spot can go because they're on an island in D6. Yeah. It just depends on, on where they're going to send them as to how far we think they can get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, game we saw on Thursday, uh, Chicken Perm beating mm. Richmond 35-17. to 17. Yeah, Jackson County Parma Western Panthers. By the way. And they are not. They are not chicken in any no. stretch of the matter. They're actually pretty good. Very nice facilities. Very nice people out in Jackson. Uh, we just kind of showed up. Heck of a press box for us. Uh, they they have a very nice athletics facility, and they have a nice football team. Richmond, it felt like the entire game had opportunities on the tips of their fingers, sometimes literally, and they just couldn't execute, Dennis. Yeah, it was about execution and making plays. Uh, and uh, Western made more plays than Richmond did. And each team, I think, had an equal number of chances to make plays. Yeah, Anthony Benetti, a freshman, is going to be a good quarterback. Dennis, you said it on the broadcast against uh, on Thursday night. This is valuable learning experience for him. Now, at 4-5, and five, they'll get in. They benefit from the playoff format. They'll get in at 4-5. and five. And will likely have to go to Marine City. It will be a learning experience this year. They bring guys back like Jackson Jones. They lose some nice pieces like Saligan, Benetti, uh, Davenport. Oh, Benetti uh, comes lose. back. Oh, B- He's a freshman. Oh, Benetti. I meant Hitzelberger. Yeah, yeah Benetti's Hitzelberger. a freshman. Jeez, oh, long night. Um, yeah, Benetti's a freshman. He'll come back. A lot of arm talent. Like, he can sling it. He, he can, can throw, throw that ball about 60 yards in the air right now. Yeah, he can throw it, but it's a team that has to learn to win because – Dennis, two of the touchdowns. One was a 80-yard QB keeper because Parmesan Western runs the triple option. Triple option, and a QB keeper that Blake Esselink, who's a very, very good defensive end, would like to have him on any team. He he broke his tackle and went 80 yards, and that's a play he makes 49 times out of 50. We saw him do it 10 other times that game, and then one was right before the half. DB. Didn't have the right coverage. Guy ran by him, touchdown, and it was 21 nothing at the half and no looking back. Yeah, uh, Benetti was just 5 out of 19 for 97 yards, but uh, about a half dozen drops. Yeah. By the way, that tackle might have been McKiernan. Either way, they have two really nice defensive yeah. ends who make that play. Uh, Jones, 13 carries, 112 yards uh, rushing. Uh, he had a nice uh, touchdown run for uh, Richmond. But Nolan Wheeler. Uh, nice, nice little quarterback, 12 out of 19, 281 yards, three TD passes. He had 78 yards rushing and a score and they got a, a real guy. I was surprised when people were telling us nobody's looking at this kid, Cole Wilcox, Parma Western, four catches, 92 yards and, and a touchdown, six rushes for 52 yards. Um, he's, he's like a powerful looking kid and he is fast. He has good change of direction. He is a very nice player. Like you said, surprised when no when they said no one was really looking at him. I figured some D2 school would want him, or maybe we just saw him on his best day of the year. Because Well, I looked up the, the stats, and I'm like, okay, Wilcox, 100 yards receiving in this game. Oh, Wilcox, 100 yards receiving in this game. Had 92 yards against Richmond on just four four catches like, Sounds like he does it every week. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'd take him on my football team. I would, too. All right. Imlay City 
with a 42-8 win over Flint uh, Southwestern. And that uh, snaps, uh, what, a seven-game losing streak for the Spartans. They won big in week no, one. No, they lost to Duran in week one. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then they, they won. Algonac they won in like big in Algonac. Five or six. Was, was it that far? Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. But their two wins were big wins. Yes, they were. Congrats <laughs> to the Spartans. That's a nice way. You're feeling good then the season. Yeah. And, and again, those kids play hard, and they don't have a lot of numbers. Kids are playing Ironman football at Emily City. So in week nine uh, to get a 42-8 to eight win, that's nice. Uh, we we kind of touched on this. Lutheran North 21, Yale 8 was the final score in that one. Didn't um, have much. Didn't hear much from there. but No, and like after that 36-8 to eight win Yale had over Emily City, I thought they were going to finish the season strong. Uh, and then Algonac got them. Uh, and Luther North gets them. And speaking of Algonac, uh, they put up a fight against uh, the Air Raid and Marlette. 28-14, Marlette wins the game. But that was a touchdown game uh, in the second half. Yeah, it was, a, it was a nice win for Marlette. But Algonac hugged strong. And that's another program that I think is doing it the right way and is at least – you, like, there's no program in the BWAC where you look at it and you go, that's just a mess. Like, sometimes some schools have more talent at certain times, but, I mean, that's a Marlette team that was putting up big numbers in the GTC East. Well, uh, I had, and I'm not going to say any names, but I had another BWAC coach tell me uh, earlier in the season, he, he's like, uh, he he liked the system Algonac was running mm-hmm. for what they had. It's yeah. like they don't have a lot of talent to work with, but they run a system that puts their kids in the best situations that they can be in to to have the best success that they can have. Right. So, uh, and I I thought that that comes across as a big compliment to uh, the coaching staff and what they're doing uh, at Alconac. All right, uh, we will get uh, into the uh, thumb and uh, take a look at eight man football in just a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's uh, get into the uh, thumb here, Brady. Ubly. 25, Bad Axe, 13, Ubley, a 9-0 regular season, and we were really interested in this game, and uh, I'm impressed. A two-touchdown win uh, at Bad Axe impresses me. I think it's similar to the Marine City thing, although Ubley, I think, played for their size some tougher schools earlier in the season, like they had Beach, USA at the beginning of the year. Yeah, the first third of their season, they played some good teams and that's a nice game to get you ready for the playoffs on the road against a very talented bad axe team and I'm impressed that bad axe kept it close and was leading I believe in the second half but I've said it before I'll say it again ugly Ford Field book it well I, I know bad axe scored first so I know ugly outscored him 25 to 6 after falling behind 7 nothing right 
Which, by the way, do you think there's any ugly people that listen and, like Marine City, just yell at us, don't listen to us, we're rat poison, <laughs> we just don't get up to ugly to know no. that? I, th- I think they're very proud of what those kids do up there. Yes. And I think they know they're good. Uh, yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. Harbor Beach, 29, and uh, who did they play? Uh, USA. Oh, oh, yeah, you, USA. You, you wrote it down funny. I wrote America. Uh, tw- 29 to 6, uh, Beach with the win at uh, USA. I think that's a nice win for Harbor Beach. I know USA isn't as strong this year, but I still – you go to Unionville Seabwing and you win – by uh, three scores, I think that's a nice win. It is, and Harbor Beach could potentially play ugly in the playoffs. That's a game you have to gear up for, and a game that is could be the one slip-up point for ugly. Well, that that might be the like the the toughest game for ugly. They'll be the favorite, and yes, yet Beach is that team that just gives them fits. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Reese beats Sandusky. 35-32. This is actually a really good showing by Sandusky because uh, Reese is pretty good, and Sandusky, you know, they're in a rebuild. They are. They are. Reese is Reese is a weird team. Didn't they lose to someone last week? Well, they, they, they lost, lost the game to Bad Axe two weeks ago. Yeah. No, oh, excuse me. I'd, I'd have to look back, but. Uh, they, they I think they were 6-2 and two going in. Anyway. So I think they finished 7-2. and two. Uh, Vassar over Brown City in a high-scoring game. Uh, Vulcans 54, and uh, the uh, Green Devils got 32. And I just like saying Vulcans. I know you do. I know you do. I think their mascot should be Mr. Spock. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) The third game of our East China trifecta went the way we needed it to go. Mooney is up. Us to seven and two with a forty three fourteen win over Cape Pack. Best record since oh one. Dennis, looks like it's going to be an East China triple header next weekend. Yeah, it looks like we're gonna get a Saints home game, a Mariners home game, and a Mooney home game. And they'll be Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Uh which And I won't be able to talk by Sunday morning. It'll be good for you. Girlfriend will be happy. Yeah. Cause you, you talk too much i do talk a lot um and still no memphis score but congratulations to cardinal mooney they have some talent down there dennis you've said it they want another shot at clarkston everest they do uh and uh, i'm not sure who they're going to get in a first round game we're thinking mount clemens but we'll uh we'll wait and uh, see but uh yeah uh i i i i've seen this mooney team four times now and I've really grown to like them. Uh, Trent Rice joined them after the season started, and he is now uh, a part of that offense and part of that defense, and he is a difference maker. Speed kills, Brady, you know that. Mm-hmm. You, you can't coach it, and it's hard to plan against it. Uh, and, and Rice has speed to burn. And if it's not him, it's Trombley. And if it's not him, it's Everhart. And if it's not him, it's uh, Hazenleader, who not only can run for 100 yards a game, but he runs out of the backfield and he runs deep patterns and catches the ball. Uh, They've got threats on offense, and their defense doesn't give up a whole lot. No, I'm going to start camping at East China starting like Thursday night. 
All right, eight-man football. Uh, there was absolutely no doubt after uh, Friday night who the best team in the uh, North Central Thumb uh, League uh, Stars Division is. Morris 60, Deckerville 18. Folks, that's a good Deckerville team, but Morris is on another level, apparently. Maybe the best eight-man team in the state. Like, uh, yeah, at this point, uh, and I don't know what their path would be to the Superior Dome. I think they're back at the Superior Dome playing they the are. finals. They are. But I'll be shocked if they're not there. Let me see. Are they D1 or D2 in eight-man? Um, oh, they're D2. Yeah, so, oh, I like, geez. who's going to beat them? Um, I mean, there there are other good teams. Well, like I think uh, Powers North Central is two. Portland St. Patrick would be in their region. Yeah, that's a good I, I team. I mean, that would be a crazy uh, game. All Gray Sims is a is team. pretty good. Is yeah, un, it would, is, I think is undefeated. Kindy North Huron. I I, I think, don't know. I think Morris would beat. I North, do too. North Huron's good. Uh, but Powers North Central I think is undefeated too. Yeah. So like that's. Kind of what what you're you're looking at is the teams that you just mentioned, the uh, like those four, are, those should be the semifinalists, depending on how the brackets line up. Yeah, yeah. Genesee beat Merritt fifty six to uh, twenty, and a nice bounce back for uh, Peck, who had won their first five and then had lost three in a row, but they got win number six tonight, uh, sixty to fourteen over uh, Ashley. So it's nice to know. Number one, we realized why Peck went uh, into uh, their little uh, funk. Right. uh, Thanks to uh, Mike Gallagher on the last show. But uh, they got better on Friday night, and that's a nice way to start into the uh, the playoffs on a win like that. Uh, And CPS uh, were supposed to play the uh, Brawlers of Flint International, uh, but uh, the International didn't finish Uh. the season. Well, what do you want me to call them? <laughs> uh, and uh, no comment. Rather than taking the forfeit, CPS is going to play uh, a game on Saturday at Merrill, and Merrill is a tough opponent. So, like they they threw away an easy win to go and play a, a tough football game that they might lose, but that's the, the part of the new culture at CPS. They want to play. Well, these the games. thing is, they're not making the playoffs. So, yeah. okay, what's the point of taking the forfeit win? And, let, let and saying play. and saying you went four and five, right? Who go cares? On, go and play a game and get some experience and and you do know that. What, you know what Merrill's called? The Lynches. The Vandals. The Vandals. Okay, that's like a Viking. Yeah, I know what a Vandal is. Do you know what a Venture is? Is it like a bird? No, Adventure is a Viking. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's what Bishop Foley's called. Oh. They're not the fighting Stuckies? No. <laughs> no, not not by any means. <laughs> um, uh, how, the picks did not go well for me this week, Dennis. The picks did not go well for Brady. He went six and four, which means I moved into second place. Yeah, you took Parma Western. Yeah, I went seven and three. Uh, Mike Gallagher went seven and three, so the gas still... Uh, are two games ahead of me and now three games ahead of uh, Brady as we head to the postseason. Yeah, are we just going to pick every playoff game? Are we going to do that or are we just going to take the best ten if we have more than ten? Well, let's, yeah, let's see how many we have and then we'll figure it out from there. All right. We haven't even figured out who's going to be our guest. Yeah, who did end up with the best? Was- Denny White. 
Danny White had a ten and zero week. Technically, are you going? Are you going to bring back the wise one? Technically nine and one retroactively. St. Clair beat Roseville oh, retroactively, that so that count. leaves me with the only ten and zero record. No, no, yes. no, 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 yes, no, that is not true. <laughs> that is not even close to being true. I'm claiming it. I'm using. You, I'm central flooring it. I'm you, claiming it you myself. Can't uh, you can't make that claim. In a court of law, I would win that In a court of law, your case would be thrown out, and they'd laugh at you and go, you're just a dum-dum. All right, we're both. You're a a dum-dum because you took Frazier. Is Frazier even a team anymore? (laughs) They just killed Royal Oak. Did they? Yeah. Good. Maybe they'll make the playoffs, and that could justify a little bit you picking Frazier over Northern. Don't remind me. So that you went 9-1 that week. Oh, did you and, scroll back up to that? Yeah, and and uh, Danny and I went ten and zero. Yes, well, no. Great minds and, think alike. I went eight and two. You went nine and one. We went ten and zero that week. So thank you very much uh, for uh, that. And then I went nine and wow, I went nineteen and one in a two week stretch. Eighteen and two, but anyway, uh, nineteen before, and but, one in a two week stretch. If we go much. back and look at that, that is like the single greatest two week stretch in the history of Get Stuck on Sports. All right, before you peacock anymore. <clears throat> Brady, 13-7 and seven in the last two weeks. So yeah, that's rough. Getting your picks from him, I don't know. That's rough. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, special live edition. Uh, don't worry, it won't affect anything else. Live edition, live from Port Huron Northern. We're going to talk about, again, all the teams in the area. Project live instant reaction. So as you have on Bally Sports or whatever, just mute the TV and listen to us. Yeah. 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 Because those guys don't want to You don't want to hear them say, Armada has to. Armada plays Ubley. (laughs) Marine City will be playing Reichmund. (laughs) Because that's what they do. (laughs) Uh, Okay. You done? I think I'm done. Okay. They won't be able to mess up Maryville. Oh, they will. <laughs> They'll do it anyways. Port Huron. St. E. Clary. Point Huron. <laughs> uh, you done? I'm it's, I'm I'm well done, it, flipped it's, over, it's, cooked er, both. It's times. early or it's late. I don't I don't know. But uh and it was week nine. So there was a lot. Yeah, let's put the listeners out of their suffering. There there was a lot of games. Good night. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports. It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Can't believe the regular season of high school football uh, came to uh, an end. On uh, Friday night, ah, there's some straggling games on Saturday, but for the basically, this was week nine, and it seems like we just started this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Hell of a regular <laughs> season, Dennis. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Saw a lot of good games, and I'd say the last three weeks, I saw some unbelievable games. I think it went what High Northern, Armada Croslex, and then Marine City Notre Dame Prep. All great games to end the regular season. Saw a, a big rivalry in St. Clair, Marysville. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. You saw Marine City and Notre Dame prep. 
It was as advertised, and I will say both defenses showed up in a big way. Croslex went on the road to uh, Garber and won convincingly while yep. Armada is limping into the playoffs. They are. By the way, real quick about the Marine City game. Uh, for some reason, the file for the Marine City Notre Dame prep game cut off at like 27 minutes of recording. So I have like the all the pregame and the first drive, and that's it. So I'm going to try to do my best to get it. I've been looking for the past hour to try to figure out a way, but I really apologize because I thought it was a great game, and I wanted to put it up on the archive. I was really excited for it. I thought I actually did a good job for once, and <laughs> it was not there, and I don't know why, and hopefully this is the only time it happens, but I do very much apologize because it was a game that I thought a lot of people would like to go back and listen to. Yeah. Uh, ugly was ugly tonight. They they did what uh, they were supposed to do uh, and uh, won was, a big game at Bad X. It was they were down in the second half in that game. That that was a good gritty win to have to get going into the playoffs. And speaking of the playoffs, we'll get ready for the playoffs with a special Sunday show. Yes, and we're going to do it live from Port here on Northern. They invited us. They had a few schools invite us, and we thank them. But Northern. Well, they were the first ones to do it. Yeah, so. that's basically the the way we decided. We we had several author, authors or offer authors, Off, offers, offers. It's a, and um, we just said, you know what? They responded first, so that's how we'll do it. It was, and just because we're doing it at Northern, it's gonna be it's gonna Everybody. be for the Ola yeah. area. Yes, we'll talk to Larry Rollins because well. We're going to be there, so we're going to take advantage of that. But we're still going to talk about every single team that makes the playoffs, all the matchups. We're going to complain when Flint Powers is in at 3-6 and six and, <laughs> and things like Loudly. that. Yes. So that will be a special live edition. We will put it up after the fact, but it will be a live edition starting. Dennis, the, the selection show is, what, 5.30? Yeah. So – uh, 5.10, I don't know the exact time. Check our Twitter, but about 5.10, 5.15, I'd say we yeah. start. Um, yeah. So That works for me. So something like that. So We'll yeah. wing it. Whenever I'm done stuffing my face, <laughs> we'll start talking. Which uh, Our first live podcast, Dennis. You're, you're excited about that, aren't you? I'm a, l a little bit because... I'm going to kind of treat it like a uh, live game broadcast. So. I will, but it's going to be... <laughs> but we kind of get the unfiltered response. Like, we, it's going to be our instant reactions. And I'm going to say, oh, that's crap when something stupid happens and Marine City gets put in a district with, like, Frankenmuth, Kingsford, and Cass Tech. That's not going to happen. No, but <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Now you're being melodramatic. I'm never melodramatic, Dennis. Sometimes you are. Anyways, we'll get it all started uh, looking at the uh, recap of the uh, Friday night games in just a moment here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports broadcast with Dennis and Brady. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. 
Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady, and let's start week nine in the MAC as we usually do, but uh, we'll start uh, in the MAC uh, Silver, where Marine City tonight had a, a big uh, home game against Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. This is one that, like, we knew last year they were going to play this game this year, and that's when we circled it on the calendar. And like, because we were disappointed when this game didn't happen last year because of COVID. We wanted this game. We got this game. Brady was at the game. What happened? Again, unfortunately, no highlights. Apologies for that. But let me give you a quick recap. There was a Notre Dame prep got the ball first, and in like four plays, had it first and goal from the eight. And I'm like, oh my God, they ran the hurry up quick offense. If Notre Dame prep matches up with cross legs, there's going to be 250 plays in that game. <laughs> but they got down inside the eight, and you're like, oh my God, Marine City's defense ha- ha- like looks like they are completely overmatched. And then they bucked up, forced a field goal, 3 nothing. You're like, alright. Uh, went back and forth a bit. Uh, both defenses had some stops. And then it was 3 nothing. Notre Dame prep had the ball. And their quarterback, who's a sophomore, he's a, he's a nice player. He has a little bit of developing to do, but he has he's a good arm, and he's going to be a really good quarterback. Fired it right at Tyler Wozniak's chest. Like, he was surprised he had the ball. Hit him in the chest, ran down to the Notre Dame Prep 7, set up a Charles Tiger touchdown on third and goal. Back and forth again. Uh, Heslop ha- uh, took a snap. QB fake from his own 43. Took it to the house. And I'm glad there's no highlights because I did mess it up because there was a flag on the play like <laughs> 40 yards down the field, Dennis. Like one of those where it was the stupid boneheaded holding call. And I, in the middle of it, uh, Heslop was at like the 20. And I'm like, oh, that's going to come back. That's a great run that doesn't count. And it turned out, I don't didn't see what the actual call was, but it was on Notre Dame prep. I've never seen a def- defense get a flag on a, on a run. 40 yards past the line of scrimmage. <laughs> so it was 14-3. Notre Dame prep got a turnover near the end of the half, scored, made it 14-10, to and that was the score going into the half. And you're like, all right, we got ourselves a ball game. Both defenses held them scoreless in the third. Uh, then Marine City converted a nice third and long on a drive, set up a first and 10 from the 12, and Heslop had a keeper, ran into the end zone, 21-10, the next drive, Notre Dame prep trying to come back. Uh, Charles Tiger got an interception to steal to seal it. And I uh, got a ch- chance to talk to Coach Lutz, and I'll give you my full thoughts after the game. But he was he was pretty happy that they went 9-0, and but he knows their job is nowhere near done. This is what he had to say. Coach, 9-0, and a hard, gritty win against a very talented Notre Dame prep team. How does it feel? Uh, it, it, it's great, you know, and like I told you on Wednesday, you know, win or, win or lose. Come on, that defense, coach! <laughs> win, or, win, or lose. win or lose Saturday, we were going to get up and, and we were going to find and do what we had to do to get better. Um, you know, and it just, it, that, was, that was two very good teams uh, going at it for four quarters. 
I think both coaches, both staffs, both teams will tell you there was a ton of mistakes on both sides of the ball. Uh, but with that being said, when this is really uh, what I consider regional final intensity football, um, you know, when you're not used to being in that environment, but, I mean, let's face it, uh, probably 2018 was the last time either of us had a crowd and had an environment like this to play in front of. When you add all that together, you're, you're going to have some mistakes that, that you haven't seen before. Um, and I think both teams, both coaching staffs will tell you they're extremely happy that those mistakes came out tonight. <laughs> came out tonight versus, uh, versus uh, in, in, a, in a playoff game right. because now they have time to correct them. So, you know, we, we know we have stuff to correct. We're going to correct it, but, uh, you know, we'll take the win as well. That first drive, Notre Dame came out guns a-blazing in just a few plays to get inside to 10. Your defense bowed up. There was a couple times where it looked like Notre Dame prep was getting something going, but your defense was bend, don't break all night. That has to be nice for you to know you can rely on your defense. Oh, it is. I mean, you look at what Coach Front and the staff and, and Coach Scheel, Coach Osterlin, Coach Scarcelli contributes. You know, they, they, they do such a nice job. I mean, our, our defense, I believe, is, is extremely quick to the ball. Uh, they're well coached. They're in the right spots. Uh, the schemes are very sound. Um, and, and let's be honest, it doesn't matter if you go from peewee football all the way to the NFL. You, if you're going to win and win, win in, in, in big games, big environments, win in playoffs, win championships, you either stop the run and you run the ball. Those, those two things are constant regardless. And I thought we did a good job uh, on both ends tonight when we had to. Talk about the playoffs. Unless something crazy happens, you should be in line for three home games should you keep winning. Got to be nice to know you get to stay home at East China Stadium for basically the next month. Oh, it is. It's, it's a great feeling. Uh, it's, it's great with our, with our fans behind us. Um, it's a great environment. Uh, we, we appreciate the environment we have here, and, uh, and we look forward to playing next Saturday night probably. Coach, congratulations. Enjoy the win. Thank you very much. Could you tell they were excited? Dave Front was a little happy, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, you know, somebody at Marysville tonight in the booth said, why the heck would you schedule this game the week before the playoffs? And I think what they were thinking is, like, why play a tough game where you could get kids hurt? Right. You know, like, for Marine City, I think this is a really good game mm-hmm. to play in week nine. They kind of cruise. Let's face it, they kind of cruise through the first eight weeks of the season, were never really threatened or challenged by anybody that oh, they played. One of my keys to the game was how is Marine City going to handle four quarters of football? Yeah, it's like nobody could check out of this game. They had to play all the way. There was a point early on when they were down. Like, they haven't faced these situations, no. and you're going to in the playoffs. The further you go along in the playoffs, in theory, the tougher the game should get. And so you kind of – I like that they had this game – I like that they face some some kind of adversity before you get to the postseason. Dennis, I'll be honest. The first eight minutes of the game, I'm going after Notre Dame prep ran down the field like hot knife through butter, and they, they got held to a field goal, but Marine City didn't really do much to respond. I'm going, this might be a blowout. Notre Dame prep looked head and shoulders better at the start of the game, and Marine City obviously made a lot of adjustments. Defense played great. Uh, Offense did what it needed to do. Had some mistakes, but you heard Coach Letson say it, that this is the time to do it, and this is an environment to get them used to it. Because guess what? Okay, you, you schedule a cupcake. You schedule center line, and you beat them 58 to nothing. 
The first time your team might face adversity is in a district final game, a regional final game, and you don't know how they're going to respond. Notre Dame preps a team that, even if they draw across Lex, going to be a really tough draw for, for whoever they play. You're right, Dennis. This was a great game to have week nine. As far as I could tell, there was a few bangs and bruises, but I think for the most part, Marine City came out fairly healthy. That's a really nice win for the Mariners, and I think it kind of put them on put the rest of Division 5 on notice saying, hey, okay, you can't say we haven't played anyone because we just kind of took it to Notre Dame prep. In the second half, that game was never really in danger. Wyatt Walker, 14 tackles against Notre Dame prep. He's he's automatic. Like, the joke up up in the booth is when you when I can't read the damn jerseys because the font looks the same for every single <laughs> one, four, five, seven, whatever. And on a tackle, I'm just like, oh, that's probably Wyatt Walker. <laughs> It is, and they have a lot of other really nice players. Yeah. But Wyatt Walker seems to be in on every single tackle. I'm sure if we go back, he has double-digit tackles almost every game. Oh, definitely. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, Heslip, eight carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, and, and we don't, like, equate him as a big runner, but he was a big runner for them uh, tonight. Also, three out of eight for 72 yards. And uh, Tigert. 19 carries, 84 yards, one touchdown, plus two receptions for 59 yards. One of those he, was on a third and like 16-2 to move the sticks. Yeah, he, he's, he's probably in an ice bath right now because he hasn't touched the ball that much in the eight other games prior to this. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's the thing about Marine City, and that's why what we talk about them is possibly be, getting to Ford Field. By the way. This is a disclaimer. There's a lot of rat poison that's going to be talked about in the next few minutes. Uh, proceed at your own risk, Marine City players. Anyway, <laughs> um, but that's why we talk about them as a Ford Field, a state championship caliber team. Okay, Zach Tatler did not have a great game by his standards. He's trying to break for you a few times. They knew to key on 26. I believe he ended up, what, 19 carries for 60 yards? Actually, he was uh, held uh, into the, the 40s. All right, for like, yeah. It was like 46, 47 yeah. yards, something like that. Like two yards a carry. So you took away Tetler, their, one of their home run threats. Tiger, I mean, what was his stat line again? You want to give that to me one more uh, time? 19 for 84. That, I mean, okay, four yards a carry. I'm sure you'd like a lot more than that. So you take away their two best running backs, and what do they do? Oh, their throwing quarterback goes for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Like, come on. They have so many – it's the same thing we talk about with other teams. They have multiple ways to beat you, and they didn't have to air it out. They didn't really take any shots down the field. You know, they they run the same system year in and year out, and yet in-game, is there anybody better at making adjustments than Marine City? Um, here's the thing about Marine City. They – they run, yes, the same style of offense. But ask any defensive coordinator around the area that has had to prepare for them. They will run the same things out of 25 different formations. They will show, like, I remember getting the scouting report when I played. It's like, okay, they ran this, but the tight end was off the ball. They only did it three times, but they did it. They did this. And it just is so much to, comp to think about defensively. And the thing when you can do that is is you can put those formations and you can put little wrinkles in. You can have different things to do off of those plays. And 
It's so hard as a defense, and basically you have to do what Frankenmuth did last year and physically beat them up front if you want to slow them down. Because otherwise, it's, it's really tough, and they're so good at it, and they make so few mistakes. It's, yeah, it's, it's really tough for Marine to stop Marine City, and they just beat a team that's, is I'll say they are district championship quality good. Now, whether Notre Dame prep gets there depends on their draw, but they are a very quality football team. All right, so we know Marine City will be at home for week one of the uh, playoffs. I believe – I I think they're going to be home for three no matter what. I know yeah. that win puts them past Frankenmuth. That's the only team that might even be in their region, even though I don't know how that – I don't think that would happen. Uh I, I'd expect them, yeah, expect three home games should Marine City keep winning in the playoffs. Expect uh, three home games at East China Stadium in week one of the playoffs because we think Mooney will play a Saturday afternoon home game, and it looks like St. Clair is going to get a Friday night home game uh, as uh, they had uh, Marysville in week nine and got their seventh win of the season, 27 nothing uh, victory. Here's how it sounded. And it's a quick hitter right up the middle. And this is uh, Logan Ellis, and he's got room, bouncing out to the 10, to the 5, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. Logan Ellis takes it 20 yards for the score, and the Saints march 62 yards downfield very quickly and open the scoring in this one. Logan Ellis is going to split out wide to the left. They'll send Ryder Brooks to the uh, right eye formation. Hand off. This is White. White trying to find a hole. Gets to the goal line, and he's in for a Saints score. Had to wait for a second, but it is White's touchdown, and this one will count. He had one earlier taken away from him, but Ethan White scores this time, and the Saints take a 13-0 lead here with 2.59 to go in the first half. Three receiver look with two to the left. Out of the gun. Pump fake Ellison. He's throwing deep, and he's got a man out there, and it's caught for a touchdown. Dama Glosky got the touchdown catch on the 27-yard pass. Had to wait for a second because they were hugging him, and they spun him around, and I couldn't see who'd come up with the ball, but it's 27 yards to Dama Glosky, and they went for the throat right there on first down. Now the extra point attempt from Freeland is up and it is good and that will make it 21 nothing Saints with 153 to go here in the half there is a flag on the uh, extra point bring up second down and about 16 now for the Saints from the 29 clock rolling they're down to 120 to go Cole split out wide to the right they've got two receivers to the left Pistol look again in the backfield. Reed goes in motion. They fake to him. Luke Ellis will keep. Try to bounce it outside to the 25. A cut to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Another cut to the 5 and into the end zone. Luke Ellis carries it 29 yards for a Saints score and gives them a 27-0 lead with 102 to go here in the football game. And 27-0 would be your uh, final score in the uh, football uh, game. Brady, this was one of those games where in all statistical categories and everything, St. Clair was dominating, Mm -hmm. and yet with three minutes to go in the first half, the score is seven to nothing. And you're like, if Marysville can just get to halftime, they've got a chance in this game, and then in 66 seconds, 
it all went away. And the Saints scored two touchdowns, touchdown, turnover, touchdown, and it's 21 nothing going into the break, and you're looking around going, what just happened? Yeah. I mean, you were there. Marysville didn't have maybe its two most explosive offensive players. And that's it's an already less talented than last year Marysville team that loses its two best offensive weapons, arguably. I mean, they played hard, Dennis. This is a team that, I mean, I'm sure you've seen football teams in similar situations that mail it in. They didn't do that. Uh, they seem to be well coached, but when you don't have the horses to run, sometimes that happens. And even when you play a really good half of football, it just takes one slip up. And still, the second half was what six nothing, and it was zero zero for twenty two minutes of the yeah, second the, half. Yeah, the last touchdown came with a minute to go in the game. Yeah, so in not too different of a world, it's fourteen to nothing or thirteen nothing, what have you. Marysville was down this year. We knew they would be, and then injuries made it worse. St. Clair bounced back nicely from a disappointing loss to Lakeview, and they're going to host a playoff game. Well, here's the, like, Marysville had four turnovers, but the Saints turned the ball over three times, and they had a penalty that took a touchdown away. Um, So, at times, this game was kind of sloppy, and uh, I saw two of the single greatest interceptions that I've ever seen hmm. tonight, one by uh, each uh, team. Um, uh, a, a ball that was deflected popped up in the air, and the Marysville defender dove back and made a diving catch at the 10-yard line for an interception. And then the uh, the other way, and and I'm because I'm, I'm old and my mind is – I don't remember things that just happened. Hmm. I remember things from 30 years ago. But it was an over-the-shoulder, one-handed pick on a screen pass that was just ridiculous. It was a ridiculous play. But um, offensively, Luke Ellis, 9 out of 14 for 101 yards and a touchdown, and he rushed 12 times for 94 yards and a score. Then you got Logan Ellis. Eight carries, 79 yards, and a touchdown. Catches two passes for 29 yards. Then you've got Ethan White, 12 carries, 67 yards, a touchdown. Five catches for 41 yards. Like, their three top offensive weapons are very versatile. The backs can run, and they can catch the ball out of the backfield, and the quarterback can throw, and he's a threat to take off and uh, run. And uh, Hagen uh, Demoglowski with a 27-yard uh, touchdown uh, catch. Carter Sacucci, uh filling in for Michael, who didn't play. 72 yards on 14 uh, carries. But, uh, again, for Marysville, they just, without – Michael Sacucci in there. They just don't have that guy that can and Kyle Thomas. Not. Yeah, that can break away and and get you that big chunk play. Like tonight, it had to be two, three, four, five yards at a time. They weren't getting those 10, 15, 20 yard plays where the Saints got those. Yeah. Because they have, I mean, multiple weapons. You mentioned Ethan White, both Ellis's. They have some threats on the outside. Congratulations to St. Clair Marysville. Yeah, you, pff, tough year for them. But the good news is 
a lot of those kids are back. Well, they you know they were three and two after five weeks, mm-hmm. and they're going to finish three and six. And I'm not going to make excuses, and Derek Meyer's not going to make excuses. No, but they were banged up down the the stretch, and I think that like Clintondale is a game that they should have won. These last three weeks, though, I mean, Fitzgerald, ridiculous offense uh, and athletes. Lamphere, you know, scores 60 points every week. But they um, forfeited tonight for some reason. Yeah, I, I think they mailed it in. I think nothing was going to change, so they figured, why play? I, I don't know. That's I, my guess. That's, yeah, speculation. Uh, and then, you know, St. Clair is a lot better then I gave them credit for when it all began. They had one win last year, and they went 7-2 and two this year. With a lot of the same faces, Dennis. Yep. So congratulations to them. In all likelihood, they will host a playoff game. And, well, we're not going to dissect it too much because that's what Sunday will be for. Well, and we'll know for sure. But we, we think that that's going to be an interesting district with at least three local teams in it. Yeah, we hope so at least. Uh, well, talk about disappointing. This result surprised me a lot. I actually thought it would be flipped. Warren, Michigan, Collegiate, 46. Port Huron High, 13. Whew. Second I don't know straight what, loss. Yeah, I don't know what to make of this because I can't believe Collegiate is that much better than PH. And, and I want to know like how PH was – taking this game tonight like uh, they certainly aren't going there to try to lose no but here's I can give you some stats Dennis it Warren Collegiate runs the ball they had 53 plays they ran for 331 yards I believe they they threw for 17 like they just ran 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 Port here on high only had 194 total yards. Gavin Troy led the way, 14 carries for only 55 yards. I don't see Gabe Moses' name on the carries. I don't know. Yeah, he left with an injury in the Roseville game. Yeah, so, so he might still be out. Um, yeah, not and offensively, not a lot. Um, from what I understand, Amari Holler played the fourth quarter and. I'm not going to get into the details because I don't know the exact things. But, yeah, he should be back for next week so and hopefully 100% for the playoffs. See, that tells me a little bit about why they only scored 13 if you don't have Gabe and Amari. Right. But it doesn't tell me how they gave up 46 because that big red defense isn't that bad. Like, no, I guess if you take away Gabe Mose, who plays defensively, if you take away Gavin Troy because he's running the ball more, that's another really nice defensive piece. Eh, that's tough. That's really tough. I wanted to see a better showing from the Big Reds. Yeah, I, I'm the, not going to lie. I'm disappointed right now. The, the good news for them, though, is they should have everybody back for Week mm-hmm. 10. And it shouldn't affect their seeding. Yeah, and, and, and they're going to be a road team that gets to play at home. In More all likelihood, unless because Roseville lost to Dakota and we actually Northern almost got to be the one seed. Lance Cruz North took Lance Cruz to triple overtime and uh, lost 26-23. If they would have pulled off the upset over their rival, Northern would have been the one seed. But instead, due to the Roseville forfeits at the beginning of the year, It'll most likely be a Lons Cruz 1 and a 2-3 PH Northern unless someone else from 
who knows where it gets pulled in uh, in Division Two. Yeah, the the only like the 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 worst case scenario would be somehow De La Salle ends up in the district. Yeah, that would be that alters everything. That because that's gonna what that would make Northern a three seed. Yeah, and PH a four seed, and PH would have to play De La Salle right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so let's hope that doesn't happen. Northern got the forfeit win over Cousin O because, well, the uh, the coup is still going on at, <laughs> at Cousin O. Northern would have won that game anyways. By a lot. Um, Romeo did another bad thing to another area team, 51 to nothing over Anchor Bay. Folks, Romeo's really good. Like I, uh, somebody said, oh, Northern got destroyed. It's, I said, Romeo is from a different universe. Yes. Romeo is playing like – they are probably one of the 15 best teams in the state, regardless of division. I mean, the the, the MAC Red Champions. Their, the, yeah, their week-to-week schedule has Stevenson, Dakota, Chippewa Valley, Eisenhower, Gross Point, uh, South, uh, and then they're playing non-league games with, like, Oxford and teams like that. Yeah, that's the difference between the MAC Red Champion and the MAC White Champion. There's not that big a disparity like, if Marine City played Anchor Bay, Marine City might beat Anchor Bay. If Lanfear played Anchor Bay, think Anchor Bay would win, probably be at least a two-score game. That's the difference. The MAC White champion and the MAC Bronze champion have less of a difference between the MAC Red champion and the MAC White champion. Yeah. The, the Red is a, a different uh, animal. Uh, and the problem for Anchor Bay is they might play them again next week. Yeah. Poor Tars. They're D1, and unless you – you have to be a different level in Division One. Like, we talk about D3 being ridiculous, and it is, but that's also because the talent compared to the school size is dumb. In Division One. I, I mean, basically you have to have several big-time college players on your team to, to make a deep run. Yeah. Uh, New Haven got 22 points on Friday, uh, which is the good news. The bad news is they lost to uh, Gross Point Liggett 58-22. Uh, I've seen Liggett play. They go five receivers on every down and throw uh, 90% of the uh, time, and uh, I'm sure that's what happened uh, against uh, New Haven, that they probably had three or 400 yards through the year yeah. so that's those are the uh, the games for the macomb area conference teams we'll uh, check out the uh the BWAC games uh in uh, just a moment uh and with everybody scattered all over the universe we'll actually have uh eight actual games to uh, to talk about here when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval, equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back, Dennis and uh, Brady. Week 9 in the uh, BWAC, Crosslex had to go up to uh, Bay City, well, actually Essexville, but it's like in the middle of Bay City, uh, to take on Garber High School on uh, Friday night. And uh, I guess because they had to run all game against Armada, uh, the, the, they had a little pent up. They had a little pent up uh, energy, uh, and they uh, they they threw the ball. Jake Townsend, nineteen out of thirty for three hundred and fourteen yards and uh, two touchdown uh, passes. One to Sage Slanik, who had eleven catches for one hundred and sixty five yards. Oh, by the way, Townsend eleven carries, one hundred and seventy three yards and a touchdown, which led me to ask you through nine weeks, Brady. An impossible is, question. I, I know, and that's why I'm going to ask it, because normally you do this to me. I know. So, is Jake Townsend player of the year? <sighs> my my gut reaction is yes, but, like, my okay, so you think about it like this. Yes, he probably in all likelihood has the best stats, because you go team by team. St. Clair, like, Luke Ellis has been really nice, but you can't compare him to Townsend right now marine city hasn't played enough close games for the numbers if charles tiger played four quarters of every game because he plays both sides of the ball he might have a case to do it but he just doesn't wyatt walker probably puts up a lot of really good defensive numbers and he would be on a short list if you did a defensive one but marine city straight up as a team is too good and doesn't have anyone that puts up the numbers even though I think they have someone with the ability to so that's why it makes it tough um you have uh Marysville didn't really have anyone PH their best candidate probably would have been Amari Holler or Gabe Mose and they've both missed time Northern they don't have like a standout stud. They just play really well as a team. Yeah. And then you go in the rest of the BWAC. Okay, Conan from Armada would be one of the names you'd think, but he's not. He hasn't put up the numbers against the big teams. And then where do you go? Early in the season, you thought maybe Denny Saligan, but he slowed down. I, I'd have to say yes, Dennis. I mean, is there anyone I'm missing unless – I guess you'd have to look at like Peruski's numbers up at Yale, oh, yeah. Yale Ubley, and Ubley. see what he's done, and that might be your best competition. But I would say yes, just because there wasn't a ton of like unbelievable standout stars this year. There was a lot of really good players that played well as a team. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Also, um, I told you that they were going to be upset that I said they. Garber would score 12 points in the picks, <laughs> although they slacked. They didn't get to 42, like I said. Come on. What is that? Uh, I, I, I just This one just came through from uh, Mike Sheridan. Oh, no, I said I put that out there. Yeah. The Grappi's Italian yeah, for touchdown. Grappi's Italian for touchdown. He only had 40 yards rushing, but he had three more touchdowns uh, tonight. Landon Butler, one catch for one yard for a touchdown. Efficient. Got to get – Get that in there. Uh, three catches, 55 yards for Gavin Espinosa. Jackson Gonzalez, three catches for 47 yards. Uh, 
best kept secret uh, in the uh, area, Jackson Gonzalez, mm-hmm. because with Slanik and Espinoza and Hosterman and Oliver. He's their sixth option. Yeah, and, and he had a big game this year against Richmond, uh, and, and he's just he's a, he's a nice little weapon that anywhere else in, in the BWAC or, or with any of our other area teams, he might be a one or two option. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's a good one, and the uh, the Pioneers are uh, eight and one, and with this win, Brady, and with Notre Dame prep losing, and a possibility that these two teams could meet, and Crosslex would get the home game now. Yes, and with Lamphere forfeiting, they would also likely get the uh, the home game. Uh, so Pioneers get to stay at home for a week. Play on Saturday. Yes. Um, <clears throat> play on Saturday so we can cover you. Um, and, yeah, so that would be great. Um, Preferably at the day, but I know you might have to go at night. Um, and- I'd really like Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cross Lex in all likelihood has a home game. Uh, just a, <laughs> It just depends on who they play, and I'd have to look at where the points shake out. But I'd be surprised if it wasn't a district involving St. Clair North Branch Cross and Cross Lex. It's just a matter of, I mean, Lampfear, Notre Dame prep, maybe Country Day, but that's I think that's a very outside shot. Okay. Um, Kersley thirty-five, Armada twenty-seven, Armada limping At into Richmond. the playoffs with uh, three straight uh, losses. I don't think the fact that the game was played at Richmond should have affected Armada that much. No. I really thought they needed to get this win to kind of get back on track before the playoffs open up. Where are they at, do you think, mentally right now? It's tough. Um, The best news for them is they might get Lutheran North because they beat Yale. We'll get to that one. Sorry to spoil it. Um and that's, I think, a very winnable game. I think, I don't think Yale's the best team in the world, and they went to Lutheran North and gave them a game. Lutheran North lost any team really with a pulse they've played. I think that's a very winnable game for Armada, should that be the matchup. But they need a win in the worst way, and it's part of handling success that now you're the hunted and you've played three good teams and you stubbed your toe. Haven't been embarrassed in any of them. But it's learning how to win tight games in the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, two two of the losses by a touchdown. I really though, but like when I kind of did what research I could about Kersley, I really liked Armada. Yeah, in this game, um, and I'm su- surprised that Kersley got 35 points. I know that was the disappointing part is Armada's defense had been a, a big bright spot. So yeah, they're limping in after three straight losses, a team that's doing the opposite North branch. They are hitting on all cylinders. They won 27, 24. They're up 24, nothing at the half, I believe over Linden. And they held on for the 27, 24 win. And with six straight victories, they are galloping into the playoffs right now. Yeah, and uh, they they might be galloping their way towards uh, East China Stadium too, uh, to play St. Clair. And that's that's this is a game that we want. Yeah. But at the same token, because you're going to make me do picks in the playoffs, 
I want to pick that game. No, I do no, not want to pick that game. That would be a fun <laughs> map. God, we're gonna have to drive all over for pregame interviews next oh, week. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, no, North Branch doing a great job uh, after a couple of tough losses. Lost a close game to Armada. Haven't looked back. Have not looked back. And I think that a lot of those kids are really starting to figure out the the system and get used to it. I don't I don't know if they'll be a threat to make a deep run. I just know I wouldn't want to play them. Yeah, in the playoffs. W- week to week, that's a dangerous opponent for a one one and done game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I. I don't know if they can rattle off three, four wins in a row, but again, would not be a want, do not want to draw a North Branch team, especially one that's been rolling for the better part of two months. Well, I uh, I bow to the Broncos because I didn't think they'd rattle off six wins uh, in a row and win seven games this year. Yeah, you were picking them about five I, and four. I, I, I thought they were a five. I, I just they lost all of that. All of those great players off that team, and like Damasco was like the only guy we really knew anything about who was coming back this year. And I thought there's got to be a drop off. I mean, they're still going to be good. I mean, there was but a the drop off, B- but but we, you know the BWAC. We thought you know we had three or four other good teams, and I thought okay, this is the year North Branch slides back a little bit. They go. Five and four, maybe they upset somebody and go six and three. I didn't see them winning seven games. No, hats off to Coach Furman and his crew, Bubba Goins, out there. And well, I'm sure I'll be out there uh, probably uh, early next week talking to one of you for a pregame interview. Yeah, Goodrich beat Elmont fifty-one to twenty-eight. My my heart really wanted Elmont to uh, to yeah. win this uh, they game. They were but, great, uh, Rich. G- uh, Goodrich good is is good. Well, I mean, it's always tough to play aliens. <laughs> um, but <laughs> That's a team that could meet a p- possible winner of that St. Clair North Branch Cross-Lex district we were talking about. That's a team that's on a roll. They're going to be 7-2. and two. Their only losses are to a really, really talented Frankenmuth team and a two-point loss to Lake Fenton, who, by the way, would be in that district. Yeah, and for uh, for Elmont, they're a playoff team, but they they might uh, end up with a really tough uh, Again, draw here or a long long travel because they're probably going to be on the road. Yeah, uh, I still think they can make a run, but if they draw Millington, sorry, thanks for coming. If they don't, then they could make a deep run. Like I'm talking playing in a regional final game deep run because it, that's that's how varied their spot can go because they're on an island in D6. Yeah. It just depends on, on where they're going to send them as to how far we think they can get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, game we saw on Thursday, uh, Chicken Parm beating mm. Richmond 35-17. to 17. Yeah, Jackson County Parma Western Panthers. By the way – And they are not – they are not chicken in any no. stretch of the matter. They're actually pretty good. Very nice facilities. Very nice people out in Jackson. Uh, we just kind of showed up. Heck of a press box for us. Uh, they they have a very nice athletics facility, and they have a nice football team. Richmond, it felt like the entire game had opportunities on the tips of their fingers, sometimes literally, and they just couldn't execute, Dennis. Yeah, it was about execution and making plays. Uh, and uh, Western made more plays than Richmond did. 
and each team, I think, had an equal number of chances to make plays. Yeah, Anthony Benetti, a freshman, is going to be a good quarterback. Dennis, you said it on the broadcast against uh, on Thursday night. This is valuable learning experience for him. Now, at 4-5, and five, they'll get in. They benefit from the playoff format. They'll get in at 4-5. and five. And will likely have to go to Marine City. It will be a learning experience this year. They bring guys back like Jackson Jones. They lose some nice pieces like Saligan, Benetti, uh, Davenport. Oh, Benetti uh, comes back. Oh, He's a freshman. Oh, Benetti. I meant Hitzelberger. Yeah, yeah Benetti's a freshman. Jeez, oh, long night. Um, yeah, Benetti's a freshman. He'll come back. A lot of arm talent. Like, he can sling it. He, he can, can throw, throw that ball the- about 60 yards in the air right now. Yeah, he can throw it, but it's a team that has to learn to win because Dennis, two of the touchdowns, one was a 80-yard QB keeper because Parmesan Western runs the triple option. triple option, and a QB keeper that Blake Esselink, who's a very, very good defensive end, would like to have him on any team. He's, he broke his tackle and went 80 yards, and that's a play he makes 49 times out of 50. We saw him do it 10 other times that game, and then one was right before the half. DB didn't have the right coverage. Guy ran by him, touchdown, and it was 21 nothing at the half and no looking back. Yeah, uh, Benetti was just 5 out of 19 for 97 yards, but uh, about a half dozen drops. Yeah. By the way, that tackle might have been McKiernan. Either way, they have two really nice defensive yeah. ends who make that play. Uh, Jones, 13 carries, 112 yards uh, rushing. Uh, he had a nice uh, touchdown run for uh, Richmond. But Nolan Wheeler, uh, nice nice little quarterback, 12 out of 19, 281 yards, three TD passes. He had 78 yards rushing and a score. And they got a, a real guy. I was surprised when people were telling us, nobody's looking at this kid. Cole Wilcox. Parma Western, four catches, 92 yards, and a, and a touchdown, six rushes for 52 yards. Um, he's he's like a powerful-looking kid, and he is fast. He has good change of direction. He is a very nice player. Like you said, surprised when, no, when they said no one was really looking at him. I figured some D2 school would want him, or maybe we just saw him on his best day of the year. Because, well, I looked up the, the stats, and I'm like, okay, Wilcox, 100 yards receiving in this game. Oh, Wilcox, 100 yards receiving in this game. Had 92 yards against Richmond on just four four catches. Like, sounds like he does it every week. I, I don't know. Uh, I'd take him on my football team. I would, too. All right, Imlay City with a 42-8 win over Flint uh, Southwestern. And that uh, snaps, uh, what, a seven-game losing streak for the Spartans. They won big in week no, one. No, they lost to Durand in week one. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then they, they won Algonac. They won in like big in Algonac. five or six. Was, was it that far? Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. But their two wins were big wins. Yes, they were. Congrats <laughs> to the Spartans. That's a nice way. You're feeling good dead in the season. Yeah. And, and, again, those kids play hard, and they mm. don't have a lot of numbers. Kids are playing Ironman football at Emily City. So in week nine uh, to get a 42-8 to eight win, that's nice. Uh, we we kind of touched on this. Lutheran North 21, Yale 8 was the final score in that one. Didn't um, have much – didn't hear much from there, but – No, and like after that 36-8 to eight win Yale had over Emily City, I thought they were going to finish the season strong. Uh, and then Algonac got them. Uh, and Luther North gets them. And speaking of Algonac, uh, they 
put up a fight against uh, the Air Raid and Marlette. 28-14, Marlette wins the game, but that was a touchdown game uh, in the second half. Yeah, it was, a, it was a nice win for Marlette, but Algonac hugged strong, and that's another program that I think is doing it the right way and is at least – like there's no program in the BWAC where you look at it and you go, that's just a mess. Like sometimes some schools have more talent at certain times, but – I mean, that's a Marlette team that was putting up big numbers in the GTC East. Well, uh, I had, and I'm not going to say any names, but I had another BWAC coach tell me uh, earlier in the season, he, he's like, uh, he he liked the system Algonac was running mm-hmm. for what they had. He's yeah. like, they don't have a lot of talent to work with, but they run a system that puts their kids in the best situations that they can be in to to have the best success that they can have. Right. So, uh, and I I thought that that comes across as a big compliment to uh, the coaching staff and what they're doing uh, at Alconac. All right, uh, we will get uh, into the uh, thumb and uh, take a look at eight-man football in just a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, 
North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's uh, get into the uh, thumb here, Brady Ubley. 25, Bad Axe, 13, Ubley, a 9-0 regular season, and we were really interested in this game, and uh, I'm impressed. A two-touchdown win uh, at Bad Axe impresses me. I think it's similar to the Marine City thing, although Ubley, I think, played for their size some tougher schools earlier in the season, like they had Beach, USA at the beginning of the year. Yeah, the first third of their season, they played some good teams and that's a nice game to get you ready for the playoffs on the road against a very talented bad axe team and I'm impressed that bad axe kept it close and was leading I believe in the second half but I've said it before I'll say it again ugly Ford Field book it well I, I know bad axe scored first so I know ugly outscored him 25 to 6 after falling behind 7 nothing right which, by the way, do you think there's any ugly people that listen and, like Marine City, just yell at us, don't listen to us, we're rat poison, <laughs> we just don't get up to ugly to know no. that? No, I, th- I think they're very proud of what those kids do up there. Yes. And I think they know they're good. Uh, yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. Harbor Beach, 29, and... Uh... Who did they play? Uh, USA. Oh, oh, yeah, you, USA. You, you wrote it down funny. I wrote America. Uh, tw- 29-6 to six, uh, Beach with the win at uh, USA. I think that's a nice win for Harbor Beach. I know USA isn't as strong this year, but I still – you go to Unionville Seabwing and you win by uh, three scores. I think that's a nice win. It is, and Harbor Beach could potentially play ugly in the playoffs. That's a game you have to gear up for and a game that – is could be the one slip up point for Ubley. Well, that that might be the like 
the the toughest game for Ubley. They'll be the favorite, and yes. yet Beach is that team that just gives them fits. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Reese beat Sandusky 35-32. This is actually a really good showing by Sandusky because uh, Reese is pretty good, and Sandusky, you know, they're in a rebuild. They are. They are. Reese is Reese is a weird team. Didn't they lose to someone last week? Well, they, they, they lost, lost the game to Badax two weeks ago. Yeah. No, excuse me. I'd, I'd have to look back, but. Uh, they, they I think they were 6-2 and two going in. And anyway. so I think they finished seven and two. Uh, Vassar over Brown City in a high-scoring game. Uh, Vulcans fifty-four, and uh, the uh, Green Devils got thirty-two. And I just like saying Vulcans. I know you do. I know you do. But... I think their mascot should be Mister Spock. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the third game of our East China tri- trifecta went the way we needed it to go. Mooney is. Up us uh, to seven and two with a forty-three fourteen win over Cape Peck. Best record since 01. Dennis, looks like it's going to be an East China triple header next weekend. Yeah, it looks like we're gonna get a Saints home game, a Mariners home game, and a Mooney home game. And they'll be Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Uh which And I won't be able to talk by Sunday morning. It'll be good for you. Girlfriend will be happy. Yeah. Cause you, you talk too much i do talk a lot um and still no memphis score yeah. but congratulations to cardinal mooney they have some talent down there dennis you've said it they want another shot at clarkston everest they do uh and uh, i'm not sure who they're going to get in a first round game we're thinking mount clemens but we'll uh, we'll wait and uh, see but uh yeah uh, I, I i i've seen this mooney team four times now and I've really grown to like them. Uh, Trent Rice joined them after the season started, and he is now uh, a part of that offense and part of that defense, and he is a difference maker. Speed kills, Brady, you know that. Mm-hmm. You, you can't coach it, and it's hard to plan against it. Uh, and, and Rice has speed to burn. And if it's not him, it's Trombley. And if it's not him, it's Everhart. And if it's not him, it's uh, Hazenleader, who not only can run for 100 yards a game, but he runs out of the backfield and he runs deep patterns and catches the ball. Uh, They've got threats on offense, and their defense doesn't give up a whole lot. No, I'm going to start camping at East China starting like Thursday night. All right, eight-man football. Uh, There was absolutely no doubt after uh, Friday night who the best team in the uh, North Central Thumb uh, League uh, Stars Division is. Morris 60, Deckerville 18. Folks, that's a good Deckerville team, but Morris is on another level, apparently. Maybe the best eight-man team in the state. Like, uh, yeah, at this point, and I don't know what their path is, would be to the Superior Dome. I think they're back at the Superior Dome playing they the are. finals. They are. But I'll be shocked if they're not there. Let me see. Are they D1 or D2 in eight-man? Um, oh, they're D2. Yeah, so oh, I like geez. who's going to beat them? Um, I mean, there there are other good teams. Well, Like, I think uh, Powers North Central is two. Portland St. Patrick would be in their region. Yeah. That's a good I, I team. I mean, that would be a crazy uh, game. All Gray Sims. Is, a is team, pretty good. Is yeah, un, it would, is, I think is undefeated. Kindy North Huron. I I, I think, don't know. I think Morris would beat. 
I North, do too. And North Huron's good. Uh, but Powers North Central, I think, is undefeated too. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of what, what you're you're looking at is the teams that you just mentioned, uh, like those four, are, those should be the semifinalists depending on how the brackets line up. Yeah. Yeah. Genesee beat Merritt 56 to uh, 20. And a nice bounce back for uh, Peck, who had won their first five and then had lost three in a row. But they got win number six tonight, uh, 60 to 14 over uh, Ashley. So it's nice to know. Number one, we realized why Peck went uh, into uh, their little uh, funk. Right. uh, Thanks to uh, Mike Gallagher on the last show. But uh, they got better on Friday night, and that's a nice way to start into the uh, the playoffs on a win like that. Uh, and CPS uh, were supposed to play the uh, Brawlers of Flint International, uh, but uh, the International didn't finish uh, the season. Well, what do you want me to call them? <laughs> uh, and, uh, no comment. Rather than taking the forfeit, CPS is going to play uh, a game on Saturday at Merrill. And Merrill is a tough opponent. So, like, they, they threw away an easy win. To go and play a, a tough football game that they might lose, but that's the, the part of the new culture at CPS. They want to play. Well, these the games. thing is, they're not making the playoffs. So, yeah. okay, what's the point of taking the forfeit win? And, let, let and, the saying, and saying you went four and five, right? Who go cares? On, go and play a game and get some experience, and and you do know that. what? You know what Merrill's called the Lynches. The Vandals. The Vandals. Okay. That's like a Viking. Yeah. I know what a Vandal is. Do you know what a Venture is? Is it like a bird? No, a Venture is a Viking. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's what Bishop Foley's called. Oh. They're not the Fighting Stuckies? No. <laughs> no, not not by any means. <laughs> um, uh, how, the picks did not go well for me this week, Dennis. The picks did not go well for Brady. He went six and four, which means... I moved into second place. Yeah, you took Parma Western. Yeah, I went seven and three. Uh, Mike Gallagher went seven and three. So the guests still uh, are two games ahead of me and now three games ahead of uh, Brady as we head to the postseason. Yeah, are we just going to pick every playoff game? Are we going to do that or are we just going to take the best ten if we have more than ten? Well, let's, yeah, let's see how many we have and then we'll figure it out from there. All right. We haven't even figured out who's going to be our guest. Yeah, who did end up with the best – Denny White, Denny White had a ten and zero week. Technically, are you going? Are you going to bring back the wise one? Technically nine and one retroactively. Saint Clair beat Roseville oh, retroactively, doesn't, that doesn't so that count. leaves me with the only ten and zero record. No, no, yes. no, 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 yes, no, no. that is not true. <laughs> that is not even close to being true. I'm claiming it. I'm used, you, I'm central flooring it. I'm you, claiming it you myself. Can't, uh, you can't make that claim. In a court in, of law, I would win that claim. In a court of law, it, the, your case would be thrown out, and they'd laugh at you and go, you're just a dum-dum. All right, we're both. You're a, you're a dum-dum because you took Frazier. Is Frazier even a team anymore? <laughs> they just killed Royal Oak. Did they? Yeah. Oh, good. Maybe they'll make the playoffs. And that could justify a little bit you picking Frazier over Northern. Don't remind me. So that you went nine and one that week. Oh, did you and, scroll back up to that? Yeah, and and uh, Danny and I went ten and zero. 
Yes. Well, no. Great minds nine, think alike. I went eight and two. You went nine and one. We went ten and zero oh that week. So thank you very much uh, for uh, that. And then I went nine and wow, I went nineteen and one in a two week stretch. Eighteen and two. But anyway, uh, nineteen before, and but, one in a two week stretch. If we go much. back and look at that, that is like the single greatest two week stretch in the history of Get Stuck on Sports. All right, before you peacock anymore. <clears throat> Brady, 13-7 and seven in the last two weeks. So if yeah, that's rough. Getting your picks from him, I don't know. That's rough. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, special live edition. Uh, don't worry, it won't affect anything else. Live edition, live from Port here on Northern. We're going to talk about, again, all the teams in the area. Project live instant reaction. So as you have on Bally Sports or whatever. Just mute the TV and listen to us. Yeah. 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 Because those guys don't want to You don't want to hear them say Armada has to. Armada plays Ubley. (laughs) Marine City will be playing Reichmund. (laughs) Because that's what they do. (laughs) Uh, You done? I think I'm done. They won't be able to mess up Maryville. Oh, they will. <laughs> They'll do it anyways. Port Huron. St. E. Clary. Point Huron. <laughs> uh, you done? I'm it's, I'm I'm well done, it, flipped it's, over, it's, cooked er, both. It's times. early or it's late. I don't I don't know. But uh and it was week nine. So there was a lot. Yeah, let's put the listeners out of their suffering. There there was a lot of games. Good night. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports. It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Can't believe the regular season of high school football uh, came to uh, an end on uh, Friday night, ah, there's some straggling games on Saturday, but for the basically, this was week nine, and it seems like we just started this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Hell of a regular <laughs> season, Dennis. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Saw a lot of good games, and I'd say the last three weeks, I saw some unbelievable games. I think it went what High Northern, Armada Croslex, and then Marine City Notre Dame Prep. All great games to end the regular season. Saw a, a big rivalry in St. Clair, Marysville. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. You saw Marine City and Notre Dame prep. It was as advertised, and I will say both defenses showed up in a big way. Croslex went on the road to uh, Garber and won convincingly while yep. Armada is limping into the playoffs. They are. By the way, real quick about the Marine City game. Uh, for some reason, the file for the – Marine City Notre Dame prep game cut off at like 27 minutes of recording. So I have like the all the pregame and the first drive, and that's it. So I'm going to try to do my best to get it. I've been looking for the past hour to try to figure out a way, but I really apologize because I thought it was a great game, and I wanted to put it up on the archive. I was really excited for it. I thought I actually did a good job for once, and <laughs> – it was not there, and I don't know why, and hopefully this is the only time it happens, but I do very much apologize because it was a game that I thought a lot of people would like to go back and listen to. Yeah. Uh, ugly was ugly tonight. They, they did what uh, they were supposed to do uh, and, and won was, a big game at Bad Axe. It was. They were down in the second half in that game. That, that was a good, gritty win to have to get going into the playoffs. 
And speaking of the playoffs, we'll get ready for the playoffs with a special Sunday show. Yes, and we're going to do it live from Port here on Northern. They invited us. They had a few schools invite us, and we thank them. But Northern, well, they were the first ones to do it. Yeah, so. that's basically the the way we decided. We, we had several author, authors or offer, authors, off, offers, offers, and um, we just said, you know what? They responded first, so that's how we'll do it. It was, and just because we're doing it at Northern, it's going to be – it's going to be for the Ola area. Yeah. Yes, we'll talk to Larry Rollins because, well, we're going to be there, so we're going to take advantage of that. But we're still going to talk about every single team that makes the playoffs, all the matchups. We're going to complain when Flint Powers is in at 3-6 and six and, <laughs> and things like Loudly. that. Yes. So that will be a special live edition. We will put it up after the fact, but it will be a live edition starting. Dennis, the, the selection show is, what, 530? Yeah. So – uh, 5.10, I don't know the exact time. Check our Twitter, but about 5.10, 5.15, I'd say we yeah. start. Um, yeah. So That works for me. So something like that. So We'll yeah. wing it. Whenever I'm done stuffing my face, <laughs> we'll start talking. Which Our first live podcast, Dennis. You're excited about that, aren't you? I'm a, l- a little bit because I'm going to kind of treat it like a live game broadcast. So. I will, but it's going to be. <laughs> but we kind of get the unfiltered response, like we. It's going to be our instant reactions, and I'm going to say, "Oh, that's crap!" When something stupid happens and Marine City gets put in a district with like Frankenmuth, Kingsford, and Cast Tech. That's not going to happen. No, but. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Now you're being melodramatic. I'm never melodramatic, Dennis. Sometimes you are. Anyways, we'll get it all started uh, looking at the uh, recap of the uh, Friday night games in just a moment here on the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports broadcast with Dennis and Brady. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Duraclean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Duraclean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady, and let's start week nine in the MAC as we usually do, but uh, we'll start uh, in the MAC uh, Silver, where Marine City tonight had a, a big uh, home game against Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. This is one that, like, we knew last year they were going to play this game this year, and that's when we circled it on the calendar. And like, because we were disappointed when this game didn't happen last year because of COVID. We wanted this game. We got this game. Brady was at the game. What happened? Again, unfortunately, no highlights. Apologies for that. But let me give you a quick recap. There was a Notre Dame prep got the ball first and in like four plays had it first and goal from the eight. And I'm like, oh, my God. They ran the hurry up. 
quick offense. If Notre Dame prep matches up with cross legs, there's going to be 250 plays in that game. <laughs> but they got down inside the eight, and you're like, oh, my God, Marine City's defense ha- ha- like looks like they are completely overmatched. And then they bucked up, forced a field goal, 3 nothing. You're like, all right. Uh, went back and forth a bit. Uh, both defenses had some stops. And then it was 3 nothing. Notre Dame prep had the ball. And their quarterback, who's a sophomore, he's a, he's a nice player. He has a little bit of developing to do, but he has he's a good arm, and he's going to be a really good quarterback. Fired it right at Tyler Wozniak's chest. Like, he was surprised he had the ball. Hit him in the chest, ran down to the Notre Dame Prep 7, set up a Charles Tiger touchdown on third and goal. Back and forth again. Uh, Heslop ha- uh, took a snap. QB fake from his own 43. Took it to the house. And I'm glad there's no highlights because I did mess it up because there was a flag on the play like <laughs> 40 yards down the field, Dennis. Like one of those where it was the stupid boneheaded holding call. And I, in the middle of it, uh, Heslop was at like the 20. And I'm like, oh, that's going to come back. That's a great run that doesn't count. And it turned out, I don't didn't see what the actual call was, but it was on Notre Dame prep. I've never seen a def- defense get a flag on a, on a run 40 yards past the line of scrimmage. <laughs> so it was 14-3. Notre Dame prep got a turnover near the end of the half, scored, made it 14-10, to and that was the score going into the half. And you're like, all right, we got ourselves a ball game. Both defenses held them scoreless in the third. Uh, then Marine City converted a nice third and long on a drive, set up a first and 10 from the 12, and Heslop had a keeper, ran into the end zone, 21-10, the next drive, Notre Dame prep trying to come back. Uh, Charles Tiger got an interception to steal to seal it. And I uh, got a ch- chance to talk to Coach Lutz, and I'll give you my full thoughts after the game. But he was he was pretty happy that they went 9-0, and but he knows their job is nowhere near done. This is what he had to say. Coach, 9-0, and a hard, gritty win against a very talented Notre Dame prep team. How does it feel? Uh, it, it, it's great, you know, and like I told you on Wednesday, you know, win or, win or lose. How about that defense, coach? <laughs> win, or, win, or lose. win or lose Saturday, we were going to get up and, and we were going to find and do what we had to do to get better. Um, you know, and it just, it, that, was, that was two very good teams uh, going at it for four quarters. I think both coaches, both staffs, both teams will tell you there was a ton of mistakes on both sides of the ball. Uh, but with that being said, when this is really uh, what I consider regional final intensity football, um, you know, when you're not used to being in that environment, but I mean, let's face it, uh, probably 2018 was the last time either of us had a crowd and had an environment like this to play in front of. When you add all that together, you're you're going to have some mistakes uh, that you haven't seen before. Um, and I think both teams, both coaching staffs, will tell you they're extremely happy that those mistakes came out tonight. <laughs> came out tonight versus uh, versus uh, in in a, in a playoff game right. because now they have time to correct them. So, you know, we, we know we have stuff to correct. We're going to correct it, but, uh, you know, we'll take the win as well. That first drive, Notre Dame came out guns a-blazing and just a few plays to get inside to 10. Your defense bowed up. There was a couple times where it looked like Notre Dame prep was getting something going, but your defense was bend, don't break all night. That has to be nice for you to know you can rely on your defense. Oh, it is. I mean, you look at what Coach Front and the staff and, and Coach Shield, Coach Osterlin, Coach Garcelli contributes. You know, they – they, they do such a nice job. I mean, our, our defense, I believe, is, is extremely quick to the ball. Uh, they're well coached. They're in the right spots. Uh, the schemes are very sound. Um, 
And, and let's be honest, it doesn't matter if you go from peewee football all the way to the NFL. If you're going to win and win, win in, in, in big games, big environments, win in playoffs, win championships, you either stop the run and you run the ball. Those two things are constant regardless. And I thought we did a good job uh, on both ends tonight when we had to. Talk about the playoffs. Unless something crazy happens, you should be in line for three home games should you keep winning. Got to be nice to know you get to stay home at East China Stadium for basically the next month. Oh, it is. It's, it's a great feeling. Uh, it's, it's great with our, with our fans behind us. Um, it's a great environment. Uh, we, we appreciate the environment we have here, and, uh, and we look forward to playing next Saturday night probably. Coach, congratulations. Enjoy the win. Thank you very much. Could you tell they were excited? Dave Front was a little happy, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, you know, uh, somebody at Marysville tonight in the booth said, why the heck would you schedule this game the week before the playoffs? And I think what they were thinking is, like, why play a tough game where you could get kids hurt? Right. You know, like, for Marine City, I think this is a really good game mm-hmm. to play in week nine. They kind of cruise. Let's face it, they kind of cruise for the first eight weeks of the season. Were never really threatened or challenged by anybody that oh, they played. One of my keys to the game was how is Marine City going to handle four quarters of football? Yeah, it's like nobody could check out of this game. They had to play all the way. There was a point early on when they were down. Like they haven't faced these situations, no. and you're going to in the playoffs. The further you go along in the playoffs, in theory, the tougher the game should get. And so you kind of I, – I like that they had this game – I like that they face some some kind of adversity before you get to the postseason. Dennis, I'll be honest. The first eight minutes of the game, I'm going after Notre Dame prep ran down the field like hot knife through butter, and they, they got held to a field goal, but Marine City didn't really do much to respond. I'm going, this might be a blowout. Notre Dame prep looked head and shoulders better at the start of the game, and Marine City obviously made a lot of adjustments. Defense played great. Uh, Offense did what it needed to do. Had some mistakes, but you heard Coach Letson say it, that this is the time to do it, and this is an environment to get them used to it. Because guess what? Okay, you, you schedule a cupcake. You schedule center line, and you beat them 58 to nothing. The first time your team might face adversity is in a district final game, a regional final game, and you don't know how they're going to respond. Notre Dame preps a team that, even if they draw across Lex, going to be a really tough draw for, for whoever they play. You're right, Dennis. This was a great game to have week nine. As far as I could tell, there was a few bangs and bruises, but I think for the most part, Marine City came out fairly healthy. That's a really nice win for the Mariners, and I think it kind of put them on put the rest of Division 5 on notice saying, hey, okay, you can't say we haven't played anyone because we just kind of took it to Notre Dame prep. In the second half, that game was never really in danger. Wyatt Walker, 14 tackles against Notre Dame prep. He's he's automatic. Like, the joke up up in the booth is when you when I can't read the damn jerseys because the font looks the same for every single <laughs> one, four, five, seven, whatever. On a tackle, I'm just like, oh, that's probably Wyatt Walker. <laughs> It is, and they have a lot of other really nice players. Yeah. But Wyatt Walker seems to be in on every single tackle. I'm sure if we go back, he has double-digit tackles almost every game. Oh, definitely. Uh, On the offensive side of the ball, Heslip, eight carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns. uh, And and we don't, like, equate him as a big runner, 
but he was a big runner for them uh, tonight. Also three out of eight for 72 yards. And uh, Tigert, 19 carries, 84 yards, one touchdown, plus two receptions for 59 yards. One of those he, was on a third and like 16-2 to move the sticks. Yeah, he, he's, he's probably in an ice bath right now because he hasn't touched the ball that much in the eight other games prior to this. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's the thing about Marine City, and that's why what we talk about them is possibly be getting to Ford Field. By the way, this is a disclaimer. There's a lot of rat poison that's going to be talked about in the next few minutes. Uh, proceed at your own risk, Marine City players. Anyway, <laughs> um, but that's why we talk about them as a Ford Field, a state championship caliber team. Okay, Zach Tatler did not have a great game by his standards. He's trying to break for you a few times. They knew to key on 26. I believe he ended up, what, 19 carries for 60 yards? Actually, he was uh, held uh, into the, the 40s. All right, for like, yeah. It was like 46, 47 yeah. yards, something like that. Like two yards a carry. So you took away Tetler, their, one of their home run threats. Tiger, I mean, what was his stat line again? You want to give that to me one more time? Uh, 19 for 84. That, I mean, okay, four yards a carry? I'm sure you'd like a lot more than that. So you take away their two best running backs, and... What do they do? Oh, their throwing quarterback goes for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Like, come on. They have so many. It's the same thing we talk about with other teams. They have multiple ways to beat you, and they didn't have to air it out. They didn't really take any shots down the field. You know, they they run the same system year in and year out, and yet in-game, is there anybody better at making adjustments than Marine City. Um, here's the thing about Marine City. They they run, yes, the same style of offense. But ask any defensive coordinator around the area that has had to prepare for them. They will run the same things out of 25 different formations. They will show, like, I remember getting the scouting report when I played. It's like, okay, they ran this, but the tight end was off the ball. They only did it three times, but they did it. They did this. And it just is so much to comp to think about defensively. And the thing when you can do that is, is you can put those formations and you can put little wrinkles in. You can have l different things to do off of those plays and it's so hard as a defense, and basically you have to do what Frankenmuth did last year and physically beat them up front if you want to slow them down. Because otherwise, it's, it's really tough, and they're so good at it, and they make so few mistakes. It's, yeah, it's, it's really tough for Marine to stop Marine City, and they just beat a team that is... I'll say they are district championship quality good. Now, whether Notre Dame prep gets there depends on their draw, but they are a very quality football team. All right, so we know Marine City will be at home for week one of the uh, playoffs. I believe I, – I think they're going to be home for three no matter what. I know yeah. that win puts them past Frankenmuth. That's the only team that might even be in their region, even though I don't know how that – I don't think that would happen. Uh I, I'd expect them, yeah, expect three home games should Marine City keep winning in the playoffs. Expect uh, three home games at East China Stadium in week one of the playoffs because we think Mooney will play a Saturday afternoon home game, and it looks like St. Clair is going to get a Friday night home game uh, as uh, they had uh, Marysville in week nine and got their seventh win of the season, 27-0 uh, victory. Here's how it sounded. 
And it's a quick hitter right up the middle. And this is uh, Logan Ellis, and he's got room, bouncing out to the 10, to the 5, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. Logan Ellis takes it 20 yards for the score, and the Saints march 62 yards downfield very quickly and open the scoring in this one. Logan Ellis is going to split out wide to the left. They'll send Ryder Brooks to the uh, right eye formation. Handoff. This is White. White trying to find a hole. Gets to the goal line, and he's in for a Saints score. Had to wait for a second, but it is White's touchdown, and this one will count. He had one earlier taken away from him, but Ethan White scores this time, and the Saints take a 13-0 lead here with 2.59 to go in the first half. Three-receiver look with two to the left. Out of the gun. Pump fake Ellis, and he's throwing deep, and he's got a man out there, and it's caught for a touchdown. Dama Glosky got the touchdown catch on the 27-yard pass. Had to wait for a second because they were hugging him, and they spun him around, and I couldn't see who'd come up with the ball, but it's 27 yards to Dama Glosky, and they went for the throat right there on first down. Now the extra point attempt from Freeland is up, and it is good. And that will make it 21-0 Saints with 1.53 to go here in the half. There is a flag on the uh, extra point. Bring up second down and about 16 now for the Saints from the 29. Clock rolling. They're down to 1.20 to go. Cole split out wide to the right. They've got two receivers to the left. Pistol look again in the backfield. Reed goes in motion. They fake to him. Luke Ellis will keep. Try to bounce it outside to the 25. A cut to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Another cut to the 5 and into the end zone. Luke Ellis carries it 29 yards for a Saints score and gives them a 27-0 lead with 102 to go here in the football game. And 27-0 would be your uh, final score in the uh, football uh, game. Brady, this was one of those games where in all statistical categories and everything, St. Clair was dominating, Mm -hmm. and yet with three minutes to go in the first half, the score is seven to nothing. And you're like, if Marysville can just get to halftime, they've got a chance in this game, and then in 66 seconds, it all went away. And the Saints scored two touchdowns, touchdown, turnover, touchdown, and it's 21-0 going into the break, and you're looking around going, what just happened? Yeah, I mean, you were there. Marysville didn't have maybe its two most explosive offensive players. And that's it's an already less talented than last year Marysville team that loses its two best offensive weapons, arguably. I mean, they played hard, Dennis. This is a team that... I mean, I'm sure you've seen football teams in similar situations that mail it in. They didn't do that. Uh, they seem to be well coached. But when you don't have the horses to run, sometimes that happens. And even when you play a really good half of football, it just takes one slip up. And still, the second half was what, 6 nothing, And it was 0-0 for 22 minutes of the yeah, second the, half? Yeah, the last touchdown came with a minute to go in the game. Yeah, so... In not too different of a world, it's 14 to nothing or 13 nothing, what have you. Marysville was down this year. We knew they would be, and then injuries made it worse. St. Clair bounced back nicely from a disappointing loss to Lakeview, and they're going to host a playoff game. 
Well, here's the like Marysville had four turnovers, but the Saints turned the ball over three times, and they had a penalty that took a touchdown away. Um, so at times this game was kind of sloppy, and uh, I saw two of the single greatest interceptions that I've ever seen hmm. tonight. One by uh, each uh, team, um, uh, a, a ball that was deflected popped up in the air, and the Marysville defender dove back and made a diving catch at the 10-yard line for an interception. And then the uh, the other way, and and I'm because I'm, I'm old and my mind is – I don't remember things that just happened. Hmm. I remember things from 30 years ago. But it was an over-the-shoulder, one-handed pick on a screen pass that was just ridiculous. It was a ridiculous play. But um, offensively – Luke Ellis, 9 out of 14 for 101 yards and a touchdown, and he rushed 12 times for 94 yards and a score. Then you got Logan Ellis, 8 carries, 79 yards and a touchdown, catches two passes for 29 yards. Then you've got Ethan White, 12 carries, 67 yards, touchdown, five catches for 41 yards. Like, their three top offensive weapons are very versatile. The backs can run and they can catch the ball out of the backfield, and the quarterback can throw, and he's a threat to take off and uh, run. And uh, Hagen uh, Demoglowski with a 27-yard uh, touchdown uh, catch. Carter Sacucci, uh filling in for Michael, who didn't play. 72 yards on 14 uh, carries. But, uh, again, for Marysville, they just, without – Michael Sacucci in there. They just don't have that guy that can and Kyle Thomas. Not. Yeah, that can break away and and get you that big chunk play. Like tonight, it had to be two, three, four, five yards at a time. They weren't getting those 10, 15, 20 yard plays where the Saints got those. Yeah. Because they have, I mean, multiple weapons. You mentioned Ethan White, both Ellis's. They have some threats on the outside. Congratulations to St. Clair Marysville. Yeah, you, tough year for them. But the good news is a lot of those kids are back. Well, they, you know, they were 3-2 and two after five weeks. Mm-hmm. And they're going to finish 3-6. and six, And I'm not going to make excuses. And Derek Meyer's not going to make excuses. No. But they were banged up down the, the stretch. And I think think that like Clintondale is a game that they should have won these last three weeks though I mean Fitzgerald ridiculous offense uh and athletes Lamphere you know scores 60 points every week but they Um, forfeited tonight for some reason yeah I I think they mailed it in I think nothing was going to change so they figured why play I I don't know that's my guess that's yeah speculation uh, and then, you know, St. Clair is a lot better than I gave them credit for when it all began. They had one win last year, and they went 7-2 and two this year. With a lot of the same faces, Dennis. Yep. So congratulations to them. In all likelihood, they will host a playoff game. And, well, we're not going to dissect it too much because that's what Sunday will be for. Well, and we'll know for sure, but we, we think that that's going to be an interesting district with at least three local teams in it. Yeah. We hope so, at least. Uh, well, talk about disappointing. This result surprised me a lot. I actually thought it would be flipped. Warren, Michigan, Collegiate, 46. Port Huron High, 
13. Whew. Second I don't know straight what, loss. Yeah, I don't know what to make of this because I can't believe Collegiate is that much better than PH. And, and I want to know, like, how PH was taking this game tonight. Like, uh, I, they certainly aren't going there to try to lose. No. But here's – I can give you some stats, Dennis. It, Warren Collegiate runs the ball. They had 53 plays. They ran for 331 yards. I believe they, they threw for 17. Like, they just ran, 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 ran. Port here on high only had 194 total yards. Gavin Troy led the way 14 carries for only 55 yards. I don't see Gabe Moses' name on the carries. I don't know. Yeah, he left with an injury in the Roseville game. Yeah, so, so he might still be out. Um, yeah, not and offensively, not a lot. Um, from what I understand, Amari Holler played the fourth quarter, and I'm not going to get into the details because I don't know the exact things. But, yeah, he should be back for next week so and hopefully 100% for the playoffs. See, that tells me a little bit about why they only scored 13 if you don't have Gabe and Amari. Right. But it doesn't tell me how they gave up 46 because that big red defense isn't that bad. Like, no, I guess if you take away Gabe Mose, who plays defensively, if you take away Gavin Troy because he's running the ball more, that's another really nice defensive piece. Yeah. That's tough. That's really tough. I wanted to see a better showing from the Big Reds. Yeah, I, I'm the, not going to lie. I'm disappointed right now. The The good news for them, though, is they should have everybody back for Week mm -hmm. 10. And it shouldn't affect their seeding. Yeah, and, and, and they're going to be a road team that gets to play at home. In more all than likelihood. Unless, because Roseville lost to Dakota, and we actually... Northern almost got to be the one seed. Lance Cruz North took Lance Cruz to triple overtime and uh, lost 26-23. If they would have pulled off the upset over their rival, Northern would have been the one seed. But instead, due to the Roseville forfeits at the beginning of the year, it'll most likely be a Lance Cruz 1 and a 2-3 PH Northern unless someone else from who knows where gets pulled in uh, – in Division Two, yeah, the the only like the 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 worst case scenario would be somehow De La Salle ends up in the district. Yeah, that would be that alters everything. That because that's gonna what that would make Northern a three seed. Yeah, and PH a four seed, and PH would have to play De La Salle right away. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so let's hope that doesn't happen. Northern got the forfeit win over Cousineau because well the. Uh, the coup is still going on at, at Cousin O. <laughs> Northern would have won that game anyways. By a lot. Um, Romeo did another bad thing to another area team, 51 to nothing over Anchor Bay. Folks, Romeo's really good. Like I, uh, somebody said, oh, Northern got destroyed. It's, I said, Romeo is from a different universe. Yes. Romeo is playing like they are probably one of the 15 best teams in the state regardless of division. I mean, the, the, the Mac Red Champions. Their, the, yeah, their week-to-week -week schedule has Stevenson, Dakota, Chippewa Valley, Eisenhower, Gross Point, uh, South, uh, and then they're playing non-league games with, like, Oxford and teams like that. Yeah, that's the difference between the Mac Red Champion and the Mac White Champion. There's not that big a disparity. Like, if Marine City played Anchor Bay, Marine City might beat Anchor Bay. If Lanphier played Anchor Bay, 
think Anchor Bay would win, probably be at least a two-score game. That's the difference. The Mac White champion and the Mac Bronze champion have less of a difference between the Mac Red champion and the Mac White champion. Yeah, the the Red is a, a different uh, animal, uh, and the problem for Anchor Bay is they might play them again next week. Yeah, poor Tars. They're D1, and unless you you have to be a different level in Division One. Like we talk about D3 being ridiculous, and it is. But that's also because the talent compared to the school size is dumb. In Division One, I, I mean, basically you have to have several big-time college players on your team to, to make a deep run. Yeah. Uh, New Haven got 22 points on Friday, uh, which is the good news. The bad news is they lost to uh, Gross Point Liggett 58-22. Uh, I've seen Liggett play. They go five receivers on every down and throw – uh, 90% of the uh, time, and uh, I'm sure that's what happened uh, against uh, New Haven, that they probably had three or 400 yards through the air. Yeah. So that's those are the uh, the games through the Macomb Area Conference teams. We'll uh, check out the, uh, the BWAC games uh, in uh, just a moment, uh, and with everybody scattered all over the universe, we'll actually have uh, eight actual games to, uh, to talk about here. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 850-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services. Services LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. 
Learn more and get started online at advscu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back, Dennis and uh, Brady. Week 9 in the uh, BWAC. Crosslex had to go up to uh, Bay City. Well, actually, Essexville, but it's like in the middle of Bay City uh, to take on Garber High School on uh, Friday night. And uh, I guess because... They had to run all game against Armada. Uh, the, the, they had, had a, a little pent up. They had a little pent up energy, uh, and they uh, they they threw the ball. Jake Townsend, nineteen out of thirty for three hundred and fourteen yards and uh, two touchdown uh, passes. One to Sage Slanick, who had eleven catches for one hundred and sixty-five yards. Oh, by the way, Townsend eleven carries, one hundred and seventy-three yards and a touchdown, which led me to ask you through nine weeks, Brady. An impossible is, question. I, I know, and that's why I'm going to ask it, because normally you do this to me. I know. So, is Jake Townsend player of the year? <sighs> my my gut reaction is yes, but, like, my okay, so you think about it like this. Yes, he probably in all likelihood has the best stats, because you go team by team. St. Clair, like, Luke Ellis has been really nice, but you can't compare him to Townsend right now 
Marine City hasn't played enough close games for the numbers. If Charles Tiger played four quarters of every game because he plays both sides of the ball, he might have a case to do it. But he just doesn't. Wyatt Walker probably puts up a lot of really good defensive numbers, and he would be on a short list if you did a defensive one. But Marine City, straight up, as a team, is too good and doesn't have anyone that puts up the numbers, even though I think they have someone with the ability to. So that's why it makes it tough. Um, You have uh, Marysville didn't really have anyone. P.H., their best candidate probably would have been Amari Holler or Gabe Mose, and they've both missed time. Northern, they don't have like a standout stud. They just play really well as a team. Yeah. And then you go in the rest of the BWAC. Okay, Conan from Armada would be one of the names you'd think, but he's not. He hasn't put up the numbers against the big teams. And then where do you go? Early in the season, you thought maybe Denny Saligan, but he slowed down. I, I'd have to say yes, Dennis. I mean, is there anyone I'm missing? Unless, I guess you'd have to look at, like, Peruski's numbers up at Yale, uh, yeah. Yale Ubley, oh, and like- see what he's done. And that might be your best competition. But I would say yes, just because there wasn't a ton of, like, unbelievable standout stars this year. There was a lot of really good players that played well as a team. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Also, um, I told you that they were going to be upset that I said they Garber would score twelve points in the picks. <laughs> Although they slacked, they didn't get to forty two like I said. Come on, what is that? Uh, I, I, I just this one just came through from uh, Mike Sheridan. Oh no, I said I put that out there. Yeah. The Grappi's Italian yeah, for Grappi's touchdown. Grappi's Italian for touchdown. He only had forty yards rushing, but he had three more touchdowns uh, tonight. Landon Butler, one catch for one yard. For a touchdown. Efficient. Got to get get that in there. Uh, three catches, 55 yards for Gavin Espinosa. Jackson Gonzalez, three catches for 47 yards. Uh, best kept secret uh, in the uh, area, Jackson Gonzalez, because with Slanik and Espinosa and Hosterman and Oliver. He's their sixth option. Yeah, and, and he had a big game this year against Richmond, uh, and, and he's just he's a, he's a nice little weapon that – Anywhere else in in the BWAC or or with any of our other area teams, he might be a one or two option. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's a good one. And the uh, the Pioneers are uh, eight and one. And with this win, Brady, and with Notre Dame prep losing, and a possibility that these two teams could meet, and Crosslex would get the home game now. Yes, and with Lamphere forfeiting, they would also likely get the uh, the home game. Uh, so Pioneers get to stay at home for a week. Play on Saturday. Yes. Um, <clears throat> play on Saturday so we can cover you. Um, and yeah, so that would be great. Um, preferably at the day, but I know you might have to go at night. Um, and- I'd really like Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so Cross Lex and all likelihood has a home game. Uh, just, a, <laughs> it just depends on who they play and I'd have to look at where the points shake out, but I'd be surprised if it wasn't a district involving St. Clair, North Branch, Cross, and Cross-Lex. It's just a matter of, I mean, Lampfear, Notre Dame prep, maybe Country Day, but that's I think that's a very outside shot. Okay. Um, Kersley, 35, Armada, 27. Armada limping At into Richmond. the playoffs 
with uh, three straight uh, losses. I, I don't think the fact that the game was played at Richmond should have affected Armada that much. No. I really thought they needed to get this win to kind of get back on track before the playoffs open up. Where are they at, do you think, mentally right now? It's tough. Um, the best news for them is they might get Lutheran North because they beat Yale. We'll get to that one. Sorry to spoil it. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> and that's, I think, a very winnable game. I think I don't think Yale's the best team in the world, and they went to Lutheran North and gave them a game. Lutheran North lost any team really with a pulse they played. I think that's a very winnable game for Armada should that be the matchup. But they need a win in the worst way, and it's – part of handling success that now you're the hunted and you've played three good teams and you stubbed your toe haven't been embarrassed in any of them but it's learning how to win tight games in the fourth quarter yeah uh, two two of the losses by a touchdown I really thought but like when I kind of did what research I could about Kersley I really liked Armada yeah in this game um and I'm su- surprised Kersley got 35 points. I know. That was the disappointing part is Armada's defense had been a, a big bright spot. So, yeah, they're limping in after three straight losses. A team that's doing the opposite, North Branch, they are hitting on all cylinders. They won 27-24. They're up 24 nothing at the half, I believe, over Linden. And they held on for the 27-24 win. And with six straight victories, they are galloping into the playoffs right now. Yeah, and uh, they, they might be galloping their way towards uh, East China Stadium, too, uh, to play St. Clair. And that's, that's, this is a game that we want, yes. but at the same token, because you're going to make me do picks in the playoffs, I want to pick that game. No, I do no, not want to pick that game. That would be a fun <laughs> match. God, we're going to have to drive all over for pregame interviews next oh, week. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, no, North Branch doing a great job uh, after a couple of tough losses. Lost a close game to Armada. Haven't looked back. Have not looked back. And I think that a lot of those kids are really starting to figure out the, the system and get used to it. I don't, I don't know if they'll be a threat to make a deep run. I just know I wouldn't want to play them yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, week to week, that's a dangerous opponent for a one-and-done one game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't know if they can rattle off three, four wins in a row, but again, would not be a want, do not want to draw a North Branch team, especially one that's been rolling for the better part of two months. Well, I, uh, I bow to the Broncos – because I didn't think they'd rattle off six wins uh, in a row and win seven games this year. Yeah, you were picking them about five I, and four. I, I, I thought they were a five. I, I just they lost all of that, all of those great players off that team, and like Damasco was like the only guy we really knew anything about who was coming back this year. And I thought there's got to be a drop off. I mean, they're still going to be good. I mean, there was but a the drop off. B- but but we, you know, the BWAC, we thought you know we had three or four other good teams, and I thought, okay, this is the year North Branch slides back a little bit. They go five and four. Maybe they upset somebody and go six and three. I didn't see them winning seven games. No, hats off to Coach Furman, 
and his crew, Bubba Goins, out there. And, well, I'm sure I'll be out there uh, probably uh, early next week talking to one of you for a pregame interview. Yeah. Goodrich beat Elmont 51-28. to 28. My, my heart really wanted Elmont to uh, to yeah. win this uh, they game. They were but, great, uh, Rich. Goodrich uh, good, good is, is good. Well, I mean, it's always tough to play aliens. <laughs> um, but <laughs> That's a team that could meet a possible winner of that St. Clair North Branch Cross-Lex district we were talking about. That's a team that's on a roll. They're going to be 7-2. and two. Their only losses are to a really, really talented Frankenmuth team and a two-point loss to Lake Fenton, who, by the way, would be in that district. Yeah, and for uh, for Elmont, they're a playoff team, but they they might uh, end up with a really tough uh, Again, draw here or a long, long travel because they're probably going to be on the road. Yeah, uh, I still think they can make a run, but if they draw Millington, sorry, thanks for coming. If they don't, then... They could make a deep run. Like, I'm talking playing in a regional final game. Deep run because it, that's that's how varied their spot can go because they're on an island in D6. Yeah. It just depends on, on where they're going to send them as to how far we think they can get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Game we saw on Thursday, uh, Chicken Perm. Beating <laughs> Richmond 35-17. to 17. Yeah, Jackson County Parma Western Panthers. By the way. And they are not they are not chicken in any no. stretch of the matter. They're actually pretty good. Very nice facilities. Very nice people out in Jackson. Uh, we just kind of showed up. Heck of a press box for us. Uh, they, they have a very nice athletics facility. And they have a nice football team. Richmond, it felt like the entire game had opportunities on the tips of their fingers, sometimes literally, and they just couldn't execute, Dennis. Yeah, it was about execution and making plays. Uh, and uh, Western made more plays than Richmond did. And each team, I think, had an equal number of chances to make plays. Yeah, Anthony Benetti, a freshman, is going to be a good quarterback. Dennis, you said it on the broadcast against uh, on Thursday night. This is valuable learning experience for them. Now, at 4 and 5, they'll get in. They benefit from the playoff format. They'll get in at 4 and 5. And will likely have to go to Marine City. It will be a learning experience this year. They bring guys back like Jackson Jones. They lose some nice pieces like Saligan, Benetti, uh Davenport. Oh, Benetti uh, comes back. Oh, He's a freshman. Oh, Benetti, I meant Hitzelberger. Yeah, yeah Benetti's a freshman. Jeez. Uh, long night. Um yeah, Benetti's a freshman. He'll come back. A lot of arm talent. Like, he can sling it. He, he can, can throw, throw that ball the- about 60 yards in the air right now. Yeah, he can throw it, but it's a team that has to learn to win because, Dennis, two of the touchdowns, one was a 80-yard QB keeper because Parmesan Western runs the triple option. triple option, and a QB keeper that Blake Esselink, who's a very, very good defensive end, would like to have him on any team, he's he, – Broke his tackle and went 80 yards, and that's a play he makes 49 times out of 50. We saw him do it 10 other times that game, and then one was right before the half. DB didn't have the right coverage. Guy ran by him, touchdown, and it was 21 nothing at the half and no looking back. Yeah, uh, Benetti was just 5 out of 19 for 97 yards, but uh, about a half dozen drops. 
Yeah. By the way, that tackle might have been McKiernan. Either way, they have two really nice defensive yeah. ends who make that play. Uh, Jones, 13 carries, 112 yards uh, rushing. Uh, he had a nice uh, touchdown run for uh, Richmond. But Nolan Wheeler, uh, nice nice little quarterback, 12 out of 19, 281 yards, three TD passes. He had 78 yards rushing and a score. And they got a, a real guy. I was surprised when people were telling us, nobody's looking at this kid. Cole Wilcox. Parma Western, four catches, 92 yards, and a, and a touchdown, six rushes for 52 yards. Um, he's he's like a powerful-looking kid, and he is fast. He has good change of direction. He is a very nice player. Like you said, surprised when, no, when they said no one was really looking at him. I figured some D2 school would want him, or maybe we just saw him on his best day of the year. Because, well, I looked up the, the stats, and I'm like, okay, Wilcox, 100 yards receiving in this game. Oh, Wilcox, 100 yards receiving in this game. Had 92 yards against Richmond on just four four catches. Like, sounds like he does it every week. I, I don't know. Uh, I'd take him on my football team. I would, too. All right, Emily City with a 42-8 to win over Flint uh, Southwestern. And that uh, snaps, uh, what, a seven-game losing streak for the Spartans. They won big in week no, one. No, they lost to Durand in week one. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then they, they won Algonac. They won in like big in Algonac. five or six. Was, was it that far? Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. But their two wins were big wins. Yes, they were. Congrats <laughs> to the Spartans. That's a nice way. You're feeling good dead in the season. Yeah. And, and, again, those kids play hard, and they mm. don't have a lot of numbers. Kids are playing Ironman football at Emily City. So in week nine uh, to get a 42-8 to eight win, that's nice. Uh, we we kind of touched on this. Lutheran North 21, Yale 8 was the final score in that one. Didn't um, have much – didn't hear much from there. but No, and like after that 36-8 to eight win Yale had over Emily City, I thought they were going to finish the season strong. Uh, and then Algonac got them, uh, and Lutheran North gets them. And speaking of Algonac, uh, they put up a fight against uh, the Air Raid and Marlette. 28-14, Marlette wins the game, but that was a touchdown game uh, in the second half. Yeah, it was, a, it was a nice win for Marlette, but Algonac hugged strong, and that's another program that I think is doing it the right way and is at least – like there's no program in the BWAC where you look at it and you go, that's just a mess. Like – Sometimes some schools have more talent at certain times, but, I mean, that's a Marlette team that was putting up big numbers in the GTC East. Well, uh, I had, and I'm not going to say any names, but I had another BWAC coach tell me uh, earlier in the season, he, he's like, uh, he he liked the system Algonac was running mm-hmm. for what they had. He's yeah. like, they don't have a lot of talent to work with, but they run a system that puts their kids in the best situations that they can be in to to have the best success that they can have right so uh and i i thought that that comes across as a big compliment to uh, the coaching staff and what they're doing uh at alconac all right uh we will get uh into the uh thumb and uh, take a look at eight-man football in just a moment 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's uh, get into the uh, thumb here, Brady. Ubley, 25, Bad Axe, 13. Ubley, a 9-0 regular season, and we were really interested in this game, and uh, I'm impressed. A two-touchdown win uh, at Bad Axe. Impresses me. I think it's similar to the Marine City thing, although Ubley, I think, played for their size some tougher schools earlier in the season. Like, they had Beach, USA at the beginning of the year. Yeah, the first third of their season, they played some good teams. And that's a nice game to get you ready for the playoffs. On the road against a very talented Bad Axe team. And I'm impressed that Bad Axe kept it close and was leading, I believe, in the second half. But... I've said it before, I'll say it again, Ubley, Ford Field, book it. Well, I, I know Bad Axe scored first, so I know Ubley outscored him 25-6 to six after falling behind 7 nothing. Right, which, by the way, do you think there's any Ubley people that listen and, like Marine City, just yell at us, don't listen to us, we're rat poison, <laughs> we just don't get up to Ubley to know no. that? No, I, th- I think they're very proud of what those kids do up there. Yes. And I think they know they're good. Uh, yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. Harbor Beach, 29, and uh, who did they play? Uh, USA. Oh, oh, yeah, you, USA. You, you wrote it down funny. I wrote America. Uh, tw- 29 to 6, uh, Beach with the win at uh, USA. I think that's a nice win for Harbor Beach. I know USA isn't as strong this year, but I still, you go to Unionville Seabwing and you win by. Uh, three scores, I think that's a nice win. It is, and Harbor Beach could potentially play ugly in the playoffs. That's a game you have to gear up for, and a game that is could be the one slip-up point for Ubley. Well, that that might be the like the the toughest game for Ubley. They'll be the favorite, and yes. yet Beach is that team that just gives them fits. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Reese beats Sandusky. 35-32. This is actually a really good showing by Sandusky because uh, Reese is pretty good, and Sandusky, you know, they're in a rebuild. They are. They are. Reese is Reese is a weird team. Didn't they lose to someone last week? Well, they, they, they lost, lost the game bad to Bad Axe. Two weeks ago. Yeah. No, oh, excuse me. I'd, I'd have to look back, but. Uh, they, they I think they were 6-2 and two going in. And anyway. so I think they finished 7-2. and two. Uh, Vassar over Brown City in a high-scoring game. Uh, Vulcans 54, and uh, the uh, Green Devils got 32. And I just like saying Vulcans. I know you do. I know you do. But I think their mascot should be Mr. Spock. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the third game of our East China tri- trifecta went the way we needed it to go. Mooney is up us to 7-2 and two with a 43-14 win over Cape Peck. Best record since 01. Dennis, 
Looks like it's going to be an East China triple header next weekend. Yeah, it looks like we're going to get a Saints home game, a Mariners home game, and a Mooney home game. And they'll be Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Uh, which and I won't be able to talk by Sunday morning. It'll be good for you. Girlfriend will be happy. Yeah. Because you, you talk too much. I do talk a lot. Um, and still no Memphis score. Yeah. But congratulations to Cardinal Mooney. They have some talent down there, Dennis. You've said it. They want another shot at Clarkston Everest. They do. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure who they're going to get in a first-round game. We're thinking Mount Clemens, but we'll uh, we'll wait and uh, see. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, 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 I've seen this Mooney team four times now, and I've really grown to like them. Uh, Trent Rice joined them after the season started, and he is now uh, a part of that offense and part of that defense, and he is a difference maker. Speed kills Brady, you know that. Mm-hmm. You you can't coach it, and it's hard to plan against it. Uh, and and Rice has speed to burn. And if it's not him, it's Trombley. And if it's not him, it's Everhart. And if it's not him, it's uh, Hazenleader, who not only can run for a hundred yards a game, but he runs out of the backfield and he runs deep patterns and catches the ball. Uh, they've got threats on offense, and their defense. Doesn't give up a whole lot. No, I'm going to start camping at East China starting like Thursday night. All right, eight-man football. Uh, There was absolutely no doubt after uh, Friday night who the best team in the uh, North Central Thumb uh, League uh, Stars division is. Morris 60, Deckerville 18. Folks, that's a good Deckerville team, but Morris is on another level apparently. Maybe the best eight-man team in the state. Like, uh, yeah, at this point, uh, and I don't know what their path would be to the Superior Dome. I think they're back at the Superior Dome playing they the are. finals. They are. But I'll be shocked if they're not there. Let me see. Are they D1 or D2 in eight, man? Um, oh, they're D2. Yeah, so, oh, I like, geez. who's going to beat them? Um, I mean, there there are other good teams. Well, Like, I think uh, Powers North Central is – Two. Portland St. Patrick would be in their region. Yeah. That's a good I, I team. I mean, that would be a crazy uh, game. All Gray Sims is a is team. pretty good. Is yeah. Un, it would, is, I think it's undefeated. Kindy North Huron. I, I, I think, don't know. I think Morris would beat. I North, do and North Huron's good. Uh, but Powers North Central, I think, is undefeated, too. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of what, what you're, you're looking at is the teams that you just mentioned, uh, like those four are – those should be the semifinalists, depending on how the brackets line up. Yeah. Yeah. Genesee beat Merritt 56 to uh, 20. And a nice bounce back for uh, Peck, who had won their first five and then had lost three in a row. But they got win number six tonight, uh, 60 to 14 over uh, Ashley. So it's nice to know. Number one, we realize why Peck went to. Uh, into uh, their little uh, funk, right? Uh, thanks to uh, Mike Gallagher on the last show, but uh, they got better on Friday night, and that's a nice way to start into the uh, the playoffs on a win like that. Uh, and CPS uh, were supposed to play the uh, Brawlers of Flint International, uh, but uh, the international didn't finish oh. the season. Well, what do you want me to call them? 
Uh, <laughs> and uh, no comment. Rather than taking the forfeit, CPS is going to play uh, a game on Saturday at Merrill, and Merrill is a tough opponent. So, like they they threw away an easy win to go and play a, a tough football game that they might lose, but that's the, the part of the new culture at CPS. They want to play well, these games. Well, the thing is they're not making the playoffs, so, yeah. okay, what's the point of taking the forfeit win? And, the, and, saying, and saying you went four and five. Right, who go cares? On, go and play a game and get some experience and, and you do know that. What, you know what Merrill's called? The Lynches? The Vandals. The Vandals. Okay. That's like a Viking. Yeah. I know what a Vandal is. Do you know what a Venture is? Isn't like a bird. No, a Venture is a Viking. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's what Bishop Foley's called. Oh. They're not the fighting Stuckies? No. <laughs> no, not not by any means. <laughs> um, uh, how, the picks did not go well for me this week, Dennis. The picks did not go well for Brady. He went six and four, which means I moved into second place. Yeah, you took Parma Western. Yeah, I went seven and three. Uh, Mike Gallagher went seven and three. So the guests still uh, are two games ahead of me and now three games ahead of uh, Brady as we head to the postseason. Yeah, are we just going to pick every playoff game? Are we going to do that? Or are we just going to take the best ten if we have more than ten? Well, let's. Yeah, let's see how many we have, and then we'll figure it out from there. All right. We haven't even figured out who's going to be our guest. Yeah, who did end up with the best? Denny White. Denny White had a 10-0 week. Technically, are you going? Are you going to bring back the wise one? Technically 9-1, retroactively. St. Clair beat Roseville oh, that retroactively. Doesn't, that doesn't so that count. leaves me with the only 10 and 0 record. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. Yes. No, no. That is not true. <laughs> that is not even close to being true. I'm claiming it. I'm used, you, you, I'm central flooring it. I'm you, claiming it you myself. Can't to, you can't make that claim. In a court of law, I would win that In the court of law, In, in the court of law it, your case would be thrown out, and they'd laugh at you and go, you're just a dum-dum. All right, we're both. You're a, you're a dum-dum because you took Frazier. Is Frazier even a team anymore? <laughs> they just killed Royal Oak. Did they? Yeah. Oh, good. Maybe they'll make the playoffs, and that could justify a little bit you picking Frazier over Northern. Don't remind me. So that you went 9-1 and one that week. Oh, did you and, scroll back up to that? Yeah, and and uh, Danny and I went ten and zero. Yes, well, no, great minds think alike. I went eight and two. You went nine and one. We went ten and zero that week. So thank you very much uh, for uh, that. And then I went nine and wow, I went nineteen and one in a two week stretch. Eighteen and two, but anyway, uh, nineteen before, and but, one in a two we week stretch. If we go much. back and look at that, that is like the single greatest two week stretch in the history of Get Stuck on Sports. All right, before you peacock anymore. <clears throat> Brady, 13-7 and seven in the last two weeks. So if yeah, you're that's rough. Getting your picks from him, I don't know. That's rough. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, special live edition. Uh, don't worry, it won't affect anything else. Live edition, live from Port here on Northern. We're going to talk about, again, all the teams in the area. Project live instant reaction. So as you have on Bally Sports or whatever, just mute the TV and listen to us. Yeah. 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 Because those guys don't want to You don't want to hear them say Armada has to. Armada plays Ubley. Marine City will be playing Reichmond. 
because that's what they do. <laughs> uh, okay. You done? I think I'm done. Okay. They won't be able to mess up Maryville. Oh, they will. <laughs> They'll do it anyways. Port Huron. St. E. Clary. Point Huron. <laughs> uh, you done? I'm it's, I'm I'm well done flipped it's, over it's, er, both it's early or it's late I don't I don't know but uh, and it was week nine so there was a lot yeah, let's put the listeners out of their suffering there, there was a lot of games good night from Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City the Blue Water area is stuck on sports